At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell and Deidre Sarego, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Yay! What's up, everybody? Yay! It's Wednesday. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. We're very happy to see you guys, and we're going to have a fun, fun, great show for you. And before we get started, let me start off by introducing my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. How do you do? It's so nice to talk to you today. I'm having trouble with my bracelets that Jimmy gave me for Christmas. One is a very good bracelet. The clasp work very good. But the other one, it, it, it stink. <laughs> so I don't have a very good uh, bracelet on. It's going to fall. I'm talking because I'm going to Russia for the Olympic. If they don't blow me up those... That doesn't sound Russian. That sounds well, like a Chiquita <laughs> banana chick. No, I'm from, <laughs> I'm from Russia. And I am, I am going to get the Black Widow ladies. That's funny. And we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. That was funny. Good afternoon, everyone. Good morning. If you're across the world, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Yay! And if you're listening at home, you can hit the ITV button at the top of your screen on the W4CY.com website, and you can see us waving from our studio. Yay, we're waving. And you can join the chat room. I'm in as Jimmy Star. A lot of people are in the chat room. What's up, chat room, everybody? Happy Wednesday. Want to give a shout out to Irish Ginger. She hosts the Irish Ginger Show on W4CY Saturdays from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern Time. And she's been awesome. And Morley's in there. And Nicole and everybody, hello, 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 and welcome. 
And Ron's just making a lot of gestures and stuff. We're going to have a really fun show today. We have actor Sam and Graffia coming in, and then we're going to have Bill Hillman from the Quigley movie giving us a call. And hopefully if everything works out, we have Neil Brown Jr. who's been in a ton of films and The Walking Dead and all kinds of stuff. And uh, he's also shooting NCIS Los Angeles today. So he's going to try and like, work out a break to call it in, and hopefully it all works out. But it should be a lot of fun. We're going to enjoy it. And, and, uh, and that's it. And we hope everybody had a good weekend. We did. I'd like to discuss my bracelets that I got for Christmas. <laughs> One charm is the evil eye. So if anybody's giving me the evil eye, it goes back. It's a beautiful <laughs> turquoise charm. Then I have an owl for my intelligence. I have a radio, a heart with a microphone. For the Jimmy Star Show. The Jimmy Star Show. And then I've got one that says luck, and I've got uh, one that's love and marriage and our name. I really love these bracelets. They're not the um, – whose are they? They're not Pandora. They're not Pandora because – excuse me. The Pandora bracelets are too, like, girly looking, too faggy. I don't like them. These are butchy looking. So go get them. Men are wearing them now, and I love them because, you know, why should women just have charms of their life? Why can't men have charms of their life? Anywho, we went to Hilton Head to visit my dear, dear friends, Meg and Alan Rudick. Yeah, we had a really good time. I played tennis for the first time in 27 years. I'm awesome. And I thought that Jimmy was full of baloney because, you know, Jimmy tends to stretch his, you know, gilded <laughs> lily, as they say. And I was kind of embarrassed because, you know, Alan is an excellent tennis player. Well, Jimmy whipped Alan bad. I got to tell you, I felt sorry for poor Alan. Jimmy hits a ball like a thousand miles an hour. He's really quite a tennis player. And I was so proud of him and that he... You know, everything Jimmy says really is the truth. He doesn't lie much, just occasionally. <laughs> Gee, thanks. When he tells people the stupid age that he thinks I am, it's a total lie. I'm 50. He knows that. But he likes to sometimes tell people I'm older, which is a big friggin' lie. Don't believe him, anybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway, Jimmy's growing a beard. He looks like the Butch Wonder. Yeah, I, I look good. Him. Chad, look- can you see my beard? I look really good. Barely. He, he looks like a, a heavy-duty top, right? Little do they know. <laughs> yeah, listen to you. Quiet. Jimmy's, Don't be talking about that. Anyway, Jimmy Jimmy's is just a grid. wonderful person, and I love being with him, and I love going all over with him and getting into his insane world. Like, you know, Ozzy, who I love out in California, and I can't wait to see Ozzy again. And, of course, Joya Bruno, who's coming to our house for dinner in a couple of weeks when she gets back from Florida, cooking her a big Italian meal because she's Italian. And uh, maybe she'll sing for your eyes only for me. There you go. We hope everybody else had a good weekend, too. We actually, too, we went and saw um, that uh, Julia Roberts uh, movie. Um, uh, it was called Osage uh, County, or I don't know, I forgot the name. That Julia Roberts Meryl Streep movie that Meryl Streep got uh, nominated for a Golden Globe. That movie stinks. Uh, I didn't like it at all. Uh, <laughs> it was no good. And we're going to go see um, Dallas Buyers Club probably tonight since that one's getting a lot of nominations and everybody keeps winning. And I love the fact that Jared Leto keeps winning all the awards because he's awesome. And I have advice for Meryl Streep. Honey, you're not Betty Davis. Get over it. Even though you love and adored Betty Davis and used to rush home from school to watch her movies on TV. Betty Davis was in a time when actresses did that stuff. You ate up everything but the scenery in that movie. You definitely overcharacterized. Your character became almost laughable instead of this neurotic insane bitter bitch of a mother who has all these deep dark secrets um the story was terrible the plot stinks the ending is so contrived i mean what an ending it's just like ridiculous it's like the writer said my movie's boring let me give the audience a powerful ending of which i couldn't have cared less so 
all in all, this movie is a bomb. Boom, boom, bada boom. But listen to this one, Chad, too. So we went to the movie theater, right? Like, and it's expensive to go to the movies nowadays. But in Hilton Head, South Carolina, it was six dollars and fifty cents for each ticket to get into the movie. And popcorn was a, a medium popcorn and a large Coke for seven bucks combined. So it only cost 20 bucks, which is like half of what it cost to go to the movie up here in Pennsylvania. And, then, Jim, and Jimmy's a thief because he got two senior citizen tickets and we're not seniors yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but, but listen to this. So then you go into this movie theater, you guys, and you sit in the seat and you hit a button and it's electric. A uh, lounge chair recliner. that has like a recliner with seats and neon lights. And, and it was like I felt like I was like sitting in like a – I don't know what it was, but it was awesome. Like the seat moved back and it was like sitting in your living room with your feet all reclined up with, with things to hold the popcorn and the drinks. And it was awesome. I've never seen a seat like that in a the movie theater. It was awesome. And the popcorn definitely was cooked with motor oil. <laughs> I've never in my life tasted such a disgusting oil. It had to be like – Old motor oil, you know, when people have an oil change. For days, my mouth was coated with oil. My tongue kept slipping. I couldn't even speak correctly. But anyway, their popcorn sucks, but the theater seats were fabulous. The theater seats were fabulous. It was really, really good. Jimmy said we should have these at home. Look at all the positions we could do. I think he's a pig. I mean, you know, no matter where we go, whatever we do, he's always got some kind of a sexual overtone. Oh, thank God. <laughs> it's fun. You got to have fun. What are fun. you going to do? Chad, how was your weekend? It was good. We had a little work, a little play, and uh, we got a busy weekend ahead of us again. Got three gigs and uh, staying busy, where, Jimbo. Give us where. And what's the, wait, wait, what's the weather like? Um, it's actually kind of brisk right now. I drove to work, and it was about uh, 55. I believe we're holding probably around 65 right now. Clear blue skies. It's one. One. Here. It's one degree. It was minus five or something when we woke up, but it's one right now. Good reason <laughs> to stay inside and do a show. No, my, yeah. daughter, my daughter Leslie's car wouldn't start, and we called the uh, AA. AAA. AAA, or not AAA. AAA. And they said that her fuel lines froze, so I had what? to run to Zone, AutoZone, uh, all the way in Quakertown, which is very far from here. Quakertown. But I passed fields of, of farms. It was absolutely breathtaking. And I got this stuff that you put in the car, and it's supposed to melt the fuel lines. It's very hard. Uh, to live here in this kind of weather because the snows are very deep. It's not so much. It was like snow. twelve inches of snow when Star went out to go to the bathroom. He sunk and the ice was like up to his nose. Right. Is that right? You guys open the front door. It's very, very snow, cold. Huh? The yeah. Cold, the cold stinks. But before you know it, we'll be complaining. Oh, it's so hot. Oh my God, I can't stand the heat. I, I love it. I think it's just fabulous. It's like really like nice. And Chad, we're coming down to Florida at the end of February, so we'll probably do a show with you at the end of right. February. Right on. Sounds good. Good yeah. seeing we'll, you again, too. We'll leave but the also, light on for you. I, I want to say those fields that I drove through going to Twa Quaker Town, I went through Dublin and a few other towns, breathtaking. The red bonds sitting in the white snow in the fields, I mean, just with the bearless trees, deer running around, absolutely breathtakingly beautiful. So, you guys, too, it's Wednesday, and we need everybody to vote for us for the Shorty Award. We're, uh, I think we're in like 12th place, which is terrible. We don't oh. want to be in 12th place. I want to give a special shout-out to Irish Ginger. She's been tweeting all over the place to get people to vote, and we've only got about three weeks left to go, so we really would love it if everybody could go to shortyawards.com, sign in with your Twitter, and then nominate the Jimmy Star Show. It's uh, Jimmy Star Show at, uh, for the best web show. And, uh, I didn't vote for you yet, did I? I don't know. I should. Just everybody, please go vote, and we need everybody to get it. And Ginger Irish uh, has been just super, super awesome. We think she's just fabulous. So, Ginger, I want to give you a special shout-out and a thank you. And, and for everybody who's been voting, thank you, and please continue to do so because uh, this year there's way more people nominated than there were last year. Last year there was only like 
I don't know, like 150 shows nominated in this year. There's like way more than that. So And please vote for Jimmy. You don't have to vote for me. It means a lot to Jimmy. doesn't mean anything to me, truthfully, because I'm fabulous. So I don't need to be a winner of that thing. But Jimmy loves it, and he wants to be the winner so bad. <laughs> he wants his show to be like number one. I want to be number one. What the heck? And, and, and first of all, I don't understand it because the girl who's number one doesn't have a web show. So she's just a famous celebrity from Brazil, and, right. I don't, and she's nominated in every category, but I don't even understand it because she doesn't have a web show. So she well, should be kicked out already. Maybe she's famous for Brazilian wax, and she shows it. <laughs> she's hot. Well, she maybe hot. that's what she's doing. She's showing everybody her Brazilian wax. And of course they're going to tweet for all the pigs out there. Yeah, you never know. What are you, you know, going to do? Sexed up guys that love to see Brazilian wax jobs. That's right. Also, um, I forgot what my also was going to be. That doesn't matter. But Jimmy and I both have colds. That's why we sound a little gravelly and deep. And my watch stopped. And so, like, Ron came home and it was 2.30, but I actually thought it was 1 o'clock because my watch said 1 o'clock. And I, I was like, oh, my gosh. And I was freaking out. So I had a freak out moment. Uh, he, uh, one of many that he has. <laughs> but... You know, it's it's really, like I said, was rough yesterday. I had an appointment at 1 o'clock that I had to keep, and I drove in that blizzard of snow, and it was really bumper to bumper. It took me three and a half hours to go like 20 miles, which is a joke. But it's over now, and it's going to get better. Um, yeah, it's sunny week. today. It's beautiful. It's just one degree. That's all. It's just kind of cold. We have Morley weather. It's probably like that where Morley lives. Right. Say hi to Morley. Hi, Morley. How are you? Morley's mad at me. He's not posting on my page anymore. <laughs> You know, I have a very wild sense of humor, and most people don't get it, and they think I'm being mean. Like when our guest celebrities come on our show, the men, I asked the men, I said, are you gay or straight? It's no big deal. The straight, the, the straight men laugh at it. The, the, the gay men, you know, they, they get upset about it because they think I'm trying to out them. And then the really gay ones say, yeah, I'm gay. It's terrific. You know, and I was kidding around Molly, and I said, to, Molly, are you gay? Are you just joking? And I think Morley became very offended. So, Morley, I want to apologize to you over the air. You are not a gay man because you're not pretty enough <laughs> or thin enough or gay enough. <laughs> I can be a bitch. No, really, Morley, kidding around, honey. Love I think, you, Morley. I think you're terrific, and I, I really uh, like you a lot, and I meant nothing by that remark other than being a silly guy. He said he wasn't mad in the slightest. I hope so, baby, <laughs> because I have a demented humor. I mean, I do it with everybody. I did it with Bobby Collins, too. You know, I do it with everybody. There you go. So anyway, what we're going to do now, you guys, um, is call our first guest and see if it all works out. Making that call now, Mr. Starr. Good. We'll hear it ringing. I hear you knocking, but you can't come in. That was an old song. Okay. My sister used to sing it when I was a baby. I hope it all like works out. Like if it goes to voicemail. Hello. Hello, is this Sam and Graffia? It is. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, all right. That's right. Did you didn't forget about us, did you? No, no, no. You know, it's very funny. I'm embarrassed to say this. I was actually just reading about Tony Geary who I worked with on General Hospital, and I just happened to be going through some emails, and his name popped up, and I thought, geez, I wonder what Tony's been doing, and that's what I was doing. Sorry, I was a little that's, distracted there for a second. Sorry. Good. Well, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. All right, man. Okay. Now I'm here, totally connected with you again here. All right. All right. So before we get started, let me introduce you to our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell. How hey, are how are you, sir? Good. Good. I hope we, didn't, hope we didn't wake you. 
But listen, listen, I'm I'm really embarrassed to have you on the show because I'm Italian. And it seems every week we have like two or three Italians on. I had no idea that so many Italians were in show business. So I want to apologize to all the other people out there who are not Italian. uh, Non-Italians. Well, I feel sorry for them that they aren't, but, you know, we'll deal with it. (laughs) But, you know, I don't want them to think that we only ask Italians on. That's true, actually. We've had a lot of Italians. Oh, I mean, practically all of our guests are Italian. And, and I don't do that. You know, it's not me, you know, thinking like, let's just get the Wapolas on. <laughs> so, Sam, we also have the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Sam, welcome to the show, hey, sir. I'm all good. Right. I'm good. Welcome. And we also uh, have a chat room full of people. So say, give a shout out to the chat room. Hey, how are you? Good to see you all. Welcome. Hey, good morning. And, what is and, it like uh, what weather's like uh, there in uh, in lovely uh, Florida? What's going on? We're not in Florida. 65 and sunny. It's one degrees up where they are, though. Actually, oh. Chad is in Florida. Chad is in Florida. We're in Pennsylvania. It's one degrees. And you're in California. Oh. And how cold is it in California? Well, I, I hate to say this, but it's about 78, and it's beautiful and uh, very, very sunny. I'm actually sitting in a T-shirt right now because it's so warm. It's perfect. So am I. Yeah, no, the only problem is I li- I lived We're in California. Drought because it's not raining out here, which is probably yeah. going to be a huge problem in the not too distant future. Right. <laughs> I've lived in California half of my life, and I really can't stand the monotony of the same weather. I was born in Brooklyn, <laughs> born in Brooklyn, New York, raised in snow and sun, and summer, and I love it. We're back here in the in the east. Uh, we're thinking of moving to the Hamptons, which is a beautiful part of New York. I'm sure you're familiar yeah. with. And yeah. You know, snow in those areas just doesn't look bad. Snow is bad if you're in a tenement living in Manhattan and your car or the garbage <laughs> men snow your car in and you can't get out because the rats are jumping out of the building. You know, that's bad. But if you live yeah. in the Hamptons, the snow is very beautiful. Barbara Streisand wouldn't have it any other way. There you go. There you go. Babs, Babs is out there shoveling now. How do we actually pronounce your last name? Did I pronounce it correctly? Because I'm not Italian. Well, if you were in Italy, you would say Ingrafia. But okay. uh, uh, since we're not, uh, uh, my father pronounced it Ingrafia. So that's what I go yeah. by, Ingrafia. Ingra- Ingrafia is what it si. is. Si. Yeah, si. all my life I've had to like kind of pronounce it for people because it has a lot of vowels in it. And then I was in Italy, and I was working there, and uh, <laughs> I started to spell it and pronounce it to everybody. And they're like, no, no, it's an easy name. Ingrafia is not difficult. Why you have Very to do easy it? name. Very easy name. Yeah. When I started in this business at 19 years old, they didn't have ethnic names. You know, you had to have an English name. If you had an ethnic name, right. they would, wouldn't hire you. And my last real name is Sassarigo, which is a wonderful Genovese name from Genoa. But you can't uh-huh. use that on a movie credit. You know, Rolando Rocco Sassarigo, they'll ship me back. <laughs> so I, I became Ron Russell because of my love for my sweet dear friend, Jane Russell, who was my uh-huh. love, my dear best friend for so many years. So I stole Jane's name. Now, I'm yeah, glad that you changed yours. When I started as an actor, um, I was lucky because there was a lot of Italian actors that kind of hit big uh, at the same time, Pacino and De Niro. So it was actually kind of cool to have, you know, to play bad guys and be kind of intense and have an Italian-sounding last name. So I, I, I think the first agent I ever went to suggested that I change my name, um, but I just 
you know, thought, ah, you know, I don't think so. I, I'm not going to have people think I'm Swedish because of the way I look anyway. So right. I just figured I'd stick with it. And then I started to work. And uh, I think it actually turned out to be a plus because, again, when I was starting out as an actor, uh, particularly on television, um, the bad guys were all Italian at that point. So it was not bad having the bad Yeah, uh, but you don't want to be, all, you know, they, everybody thinks if you're Italian, you're in the mafia or connected to the mafia. They fail to realize that Sicilians are mafia. Northern Italians are not mafia. They're the Jews, they're the Jews of Italy. They own everything. Now, they it, have businesses. My, just, just, we have a cousin. He's Jewish, and his name is Sassadigo, and he makes handbags in, in Genoa. So not everybody's mafia. Is this why I should tell you that both my grandparents are from Sicily? <laughs> no, but no, it's no. But listen, you know, you ask a Sicilian, "What are you?" They do not say Italian. They say, "Oh, I'm well, Sicilian." Yeah, right. And, exactly. And, and the mafia is all over Sicily. It runs Sicily. I have my yeah. cousin Berta. You know, she knows all those people, <laughs> and she's a Sicilian. And is she ever a Sicilian? I mean, you anyway, know, we're going to move oh, this conversation yes, yes. forward. I'm moving this forward conversation <laughs> forward now. Okay, so first of all, I want to say, like, um, as soon as I saw your face, it's like I've seen everything that you've been in. Unfortunately, I didn't actually know your name, but you're a great character actor. You've been in a ton of stuff. So congratulations. I'm, Thank I'm you. very, I, I love uh, Wall Street's one of my favorite movies, first of all. And uh, Falcon and the Snowman, and just the fact that you've had a role and you've been on such cool, iconic shows, Barney Miller, Heart to Heart, The Incredible Hulk was a big one when I was very young. I'll say very young, Uh even though it's not real true. (laughs) I wasn't born yet. And uh, so I think it's like really cool. Um, Before we talk about what you're doing now, do you have any like certain shows shows or movies you've been in that were like highlights and like you would be like, oh, this is like one of my favorite things that I've done? Well, there's a couple of things that, that kind of jump out, um, you know, heart to heart for one, because I had kind of grown up watching Robert Wagner, um, you know, through films. And then the first day I showed up on the set, he, he, he walked up to me and said, hey, uh, I'm RJ. Uh, it's going to be great working with you. And it was like, how cool is this that Robert Wagner is saying I can call him RJ? So, you know, <laughs> as a young actor, just kind of starting off in the business, that was very, very exciting and very, very cool. Um, he's, and, and as it turned out, he was really fun and really nice to work with. Sometimes, unfortunately, people that you've kind of looked up to or kind of admired from afar turn out to be not quite so nice, but like he wasn't Stephanie one of them. Powers. He, was, he was, yeah, he was really, really cool. No, I know Stephanie. I like that. I know Stephanie pretty well. One thing uh, wrong with Stephanie, she doesn't stop talking ever to take a breath. And Stephanie goes, oh, you know that, right? Stephanie goes, she's yeah. talking to the hands, and she's a million miles an hour, and you can't keep up with her. And you get dizzy from her. But I like yeah. Stephanie a lot. She's a great gal. There you go. Yeah, okay, was- so that's one. Give us one more. Um, well, uh, again, working on The Fall Guy was pretty funny because that was the first show where I'd ever really had to do some serious stunts. Um, I had played bad guys, but uh, they always had, like, stuntmen to kind of jump in uh, and kind of cover whenever I had to do a fall or a fight scene or anything like that. And that was the first episodic television show where I showed up like on the third day and they had a helicopter up on a nine foot platform. And the director said, okay, we'll start the scene with you and Lee in the helicopter. And then he'll grab you and he'll throw you out of the helicopter. (laughs) It was like, Oh, wait, wait, Uh, you throw me out. He's like, Oh yeah, yeah. It'll look really cool. We'll have the camera. On a, on a big crane, and it'll be right on your face. So when you fly out of the helicopter, we'll see your face fly right by. That's and so funny. I, 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 yeah, I love, and, uh, I love and, those and shots. we did it. 
Yeah, we did it, and I was so proud of myself because I, I, I looked absolutely terrified, which was not much of a stretch acting-wise. And I do it. I land in the little uh, pad, and, and then he goes, okay, that was great. Now let's do it again. We ended up doing like six times, and when I got home, I don't think I've ever been that sore from landing being nervous, uh, you know, the whole thing, it was like, uh, I felt like a stuntman uh, for the first time in my career. Um, well, you know the joke about Boris Karloff when he was doing Frankenstein, and he was on a pier, I believe, and they threw gasoline, and part of his leg was on fire, and Boris Karloff yelled, I'm on fire, and the director yelled, get a close-up, get a close-up! Get, get that close-up yeah. of his leg burning. I would have just loved the whole Lee Majors thing. I have to tell – now I'm going to tell my like personal story. Which, Lee Majors. Okay. Lee Majors was my favorite. When I was a kid, the $6 million man, that was it. I had the $6 million – I still have the dolls for Oscar and her. And I can remember when I was a kid at like 2 o'clock in the morning, I was crying and my parents came in the room and asked me why I was crying. And I was crying because they weren't going to get married on the $6 million man, Lee Majors and, and Lindsay Wagner. They broke uh, up and they weren't uh, going to get married because I wanted uh, to be like adopted by them. I thought – Oh my God! How cool would that be? You to would have, have been them? very unhappy having Lindsay as a mom. <laughs> I know. I interviewed well, I her. her TV movie. No, I interviewed yeah. Lindsay. When people say to me, "Who is the worst person you ever had to interview?" I say Lindsay Wagner. <laughs> she is so out there. She's so like out in the universe somewhere. She's so slow. She's a doll, but she's out there. We I should mean, tell you, too, Ron had a TV show in L.A. called Set the Record Straight on uh, Time Warner, and he used to uh, interview all the legends of Hollywood like Jane Russell and Tab, Tab Hunter, Hunter and all the – I mean all the great stars that are still around. Oh, wow. Yeah. Arlene I, I just remember oh. when I was in the helicopter with Lee, and I thought, well, he's done a lot of stunts. So I'll ask him for his help, and I said, okay, so what do you suggest? And he said, I'll, I'll grab you, and then you jump <laughs> Watch where Lee grabs you. Yeah. <laughs> Lee's gay, you know. So you ha well, everybody knows he's gay. No, he doesn't. Nobody knows that. Of course they do. Isn't, isn't Lee Majors out? No, he's not. Well, no. does it matter? He doesn't. He doesn't work. He's 150. What does it matter? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you have a new film. Uh, you have a production company. Now you have a new film that you produced. It's called Wages of Sin. It's coming out on video on demand and in a bunch of places uh, like in a week or two, right? Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, right before I was looking up uh, Tony Geary, I was talking to the distribution company, uh, Osiris Entertainment, and you know we were talking about where it's going to be. The problem is the, the filmmakers are usually the last ones to know where it's going because there's so many uh, revenue streams now and, and video on demand, cable, things like that. So uh, he was putting together a list of where it's going to be in the next two weeks. But um, they can go, if anybody wants to double check on that, they can go to uh, www, I'll give a little plug here, www.wagesofsinmovie.com. That's the website for the movie, and we'll be updating that soon about where it's going to be handing, coming out on uh, video on demand and streaming. Um, yeah, it's been great. Uh, this has been kind of a whole another chapter um, in my career. Um, a partner, uh, Doug Birch, and I started a production company about five years ago, and we've been making features, um, independent features, and it's, it's very cool. It's very exciting. Um, so tell us a little bit about this so film. Tell us a little bit about uh, this one, because like I watched the preview today, and I uh, I went on IMDb to look at the cast, and like it only lists like three people. But I thought that I the, the guy in the thing that you never see his face, I thought I recognized him, but I don't know his yeah, name. There, there only are there's only three actors in the in the film. Um, basically, it's it's set in 1964, and it's about a kidnapping that goes very wrong. 
Um, so the major uh, portion of the film takes place in kind of a dark, spooky uh, basement where they're holding uh, the guy and a girl are holding a girl for ransom. And just about everything that can go wrong goes wrong. They start off, um, they're very inept, and it almost has kind of a dark, comedic feel to it. And then it starts to get uh, less comedic and darker as the movie proceeds and kind of goes, slips into kind of a psychological thriller. Um, so the responses, the response, the responses have been very positive, um, and the reviews have been great on it. Uh, so that's been very exciting because we, you know, it's when you're making a movie, you never quite know. You, you think you're doing good work, but you never know how the finished product is going to turn out. And, uh, and this was really great to get the response on it. So is, ain't that the truth, babe? When I, when I was yeah. watching the trailer, like the, the male role, uh, I didn't see his, I didn't think I saw his face when I was looking at it. It always seemed like he had his back to us. He looked, he sounded like the kid that was in Beautiful Creatures. Is it the same guy who starred in Beautiful Creatures or not? No, no, this is Travis Quentin Young, and he's a, he's a, a kind of an up and coming young actor. He's actually pretty hot right now. Um, we had worked, uh, we did a feature in Virginia about three years ago that we wrote and, and co produced, and uh, Travis played the lead, one of the leads in that with Michael Rooker. And we just thought he was really a dynamite uh, actor. So my partner, Doug Birch, and I, when we wrote this script, we wrote it with, with uh, Travis in mind. That's awesome. And, uh, yeah, and he really liked the role. And we wanted somebody who's attractive but has a good comedic sense but can also kind of uh, turn on a dime and become pretty scary, and Travis can do that. And that's pretty rare in, in a young actor. And so that was so he and he's also great to work with. He takes direction really well. Uh, he's willing to take chances and try things. So we've had really he did a short film for us. Then he did the feature in Virginia. And this is the third time we've worked with him. And our experience with him has been really, really great. And he's kind of on a real uh, trajectory now. He's he's done some pretty big films since he finished Wages. Um, so so we're, we're going to ride on his coattails to international uh, superstardom. But, uh, but it was great. There you go. Yeah. Now, on the personal side are you married uh, am i married i i am i am married and uh, yes and i have uh, one son is he in the business he's not no uh it's very funny when he was about 10 or 11 years old he had a drama teacher at school who who said you know he's very attractive and he he seems to like uh the drama class maybe he should consider um being an actor and i was like very torn because i've worked with a lot of uh, child actors and that's kind of a peculiar life no, but not. I also didn't want to be one of those jerks that says, absolutely not, you know, show business is the worst possible career you could get into. So I said, okay, you know, he can try it. And if he likes it, I drove him to one uh, audition. He got a call back for it for a television show, but he didn't get the, the role. And he said to me as we were driving home, gee, I don't, I don't get it. I thought I did really well. And I started laughing. I said, you know, welcome to show business. It's, exactly. uh, it, you know, it, it, it's there's a million variables that come into play why you didn't get the gig. And if you want to put up with that, that's fine. But if you if that's hard for you, then maybe this isn't the right choice. And he said, you know what? I don't think I want to be an actor. But and now you, he. I'm sorry. I, I don't see you. So it's difficult. I talk over you. I'm used to interviewing people that are sitting in front of me. And then you can watch when their well, lips you, stop. So it's yeah. very difficult on the radio. I don't mean to cut in. But uh, as you grow older, as I have, I'm in the business since I'm 19 years old. My first movie was with Sophia Loren and Tab Hunter. So that was quite a biggie for me. I played a, a, a sailor. Um, I have learned over the years, it doesn't bother me anymore. If I want a part and somebody else gets it or I don't do the movie correctly or my performance is not what I thought it was, 
doesn't bother me anymore. I'm just happy that I'm breathing, walking, talking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, frig the rest of the stuff. Who needs it? Yeah, well, yeah. I, I think I think when you're when you're young, like my son was very oh, young, killer. and I think he didn't quite understand. Uh, you know, if you do a good job and you show up on time and you know all your lines, mm-hmm. how come they don't they don't hire you? And uh, you know, it's, that's that's something a concept that I'm still having difficulty dealing with. So when he was uh, you know ten or twelve, he just didn't get it. And I, I and you, you know, in my heart of hearts, I'm kind of glad because he's now. Going to be graduating from college with a degree in, ge- in geology, which I think is great. Uh, and he's oh, that's really, cool. really, nice. yeah, and he's very, very passionate about it, which is which is really nice. Um, you know, what I said to him is, I I, was, I feel I'm kind of lucky in that at a very early age, I kind of floundered into a career that I still get excited about. But most people don't have that luxury. They for various circumstances, take the responsible route or need to make money or whatever it is, and they choose an occupation that's not something they're really excited about. But yeah. he's re- as excited about geology as I've always been about acting and writing, and I think that's really a great thing. I think so, too. So, like, also then, because we, uh, we've got, we got about we got about eight minutes, and I want to, like, cover no, this real quick. Wait, wait, no, we can't. Why I not? have other guests, because I have other guests. Don't, Don't be a dummy. He's really nice. I like this guy a lot. He's a good talker. So you have a film workshop, though, called The Nuts and Bolts of Indie Film. And we got to get this stuff in. I just want to give him a compliment. You can give him a compliment after he answers the next question. No, you're a good talker and you're interesting. Some of our guests put me to sleep and they stink. When I have a good interview, I stick with it. You're a great – I would love to put you on my TV show when we redo it. You're a good interviewer. Well, He'll thank do you. it. Thank you very we much. have his phone number right now. Yeah, you're, yeah. you're, an, you're an excellent, excellent interview. I feel so well, comfortable. Thank you very much. So you have a film workshop that you also do, and I think this is interesting because we also have a production company, and we're doing our first feature film, and we've been involved in. I've been involved in indie filmmaking for a long time, but you do a workshop called "The Nuts and Bolts of Indie Filmmaking," and you also wrote an article called "The The To Don't Do The The Two Don't." list that you don't the 10 things you don't want to do when making a film and so like i want to know like uh, just tell us a little bit about your uh, your workshop and give us one of the number one 10 things you should you shouldn't do like use your cell phone <laughs> uh yeah well the, uh, basically you know we've made we've made two indie films now and basically you you make a lot of mistakes as you're going through the progression of it so we decided that we would kind of share some of our knowledge with other uh filmmakers some of whom are young, some of them who aren't so young, but still are making mistakes. Um, you know, and the, the primary thing that we always start with is um, be realistic. Um, mm-hmm. the, the, the major mistake that a lot of people make is they try to make their first feature is just too ambitious. Um, you know, they have lots of night shoots, they have lots of exteriors, they have stunts, they have special effects in the script, they have a huge cast, they have... Uh, horses and and animals and and you just want to say you know you're you're not going to make Citizen Kane the first time off you should make kind of a, a character driven well written well acted feature in a genre that can sell foreign and domestic and that's kind of the first thing we start and then we break it down more specifically like. Um, Another mistake that people make all the time is they shoot all their interiors and they don't shoot any of the exteriors until the very end. Establishment. Establishment is so important. So important in the film. And then, you know, maybe it rains or they have a problem with that uh, location Mm. and they can't get it for another day and they're they're really in trouble then. So kind of things like that. Oh, and, you know, and, and don't buy a camera. People... 
the first thing that filmmakers do, and the reason I can say that is because the first thing we did when we started our production company is we bought a very high-end uh, camera, and within three or four months, it was completely obsolete. Because Absolutely. the technology is evolving so quickly. So we basically say, you know, rent the camera, or lots of times now when you hire a director of photography or a cinematographer to actually mm -hmm. shoot your movie, they have their own camera. Right. And you can get a much better deal. You get them and the camera, and usually mm -hmm. a camera assistant as part of the package. Um, so things like that, just kind of uh, nuts and bolts. Some of them are kind of pedestrian. Some of them are, you know, uh, something that people maybe uh, form an LLC. You know, form a production company before you start to make a movie because that protects you in case something does go south. They can't come after yes. your things in your house and your car and all that kind of stuff. Yes. All they can do is they can attach the assets <laughs> that are made for that uh, that are available for that movie. And again, a lot of people don't even know what an LLC is or how to go about doing it. And it's all very inexpensive and very very easy to do. Um, and then the last thing that we always uh, close with is, um, you know. Don't be afraid to say, I don't know what that means. <laughs> exactly. And working with a lot of very technical people who are talking about pixels mm -hmm. and, and apertures and all kinds of things that you would have no clue what they're saying. But people go, yeah, sure, that sounds great. And before you know it, you've either ordered something that's very expensive or, mm -hmm. or the reverse, not ordered something that you <laughs> That you should that you have. needed, and, and, yes. Yeah, so it just basically don't be afraid to say, you know what, I, I, sorry, I don't mean to waste your time, but I don't understand what you're talking about. Can you explain to me exactly why I need that, particularly if I'm writing well, the check? I that, need to that, know why that's I need me. That. I'm not from the computer age. I'm from the age yeah. of, I guess, you know, the, the dinosaurs. I don't know from all this technology today, like CGI and stuff like that. That was all new to me. Right. But I'm learning, and I love learning because I'm a Gemini. And Geminis have to learn. It's part of our personality. So, yes, I agree. Do not be ashamed on a set to say, listen, what does that mean? What, what is this about? Why that? Because you're learning. It makes you a better actor and also producer. Well, that's kind of how, when I first started as an actor, um, you know, you get to a certain level where they give you uh, your own dressing room or you get to have a Winnebago, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And I found it was really boring <laughs> sitting in my dressing room. Because right. Because on a television set or a film set, sometimes you'll go four, five, six hours before they, you do anything. Before so I would come out and I would talk to the mm -hmm. lighting guys and I would mm -hmm. talk to the camera operator when, when they had a chance and they weren't in the middle of working or I would ask the director, you know, mm -hmm. can you just explain to me why you put the... Why'd you set the camera up there for that shot? And that was kind of how I started to develop uh, my ideas about basically trying to set up a production company and try to make movies. Not that I knew everything about making movies, but I knew a little bit about it because I had over the years kind of talked to people. And more importantly, I realized that I, I wanted to try making movies. I don't think Steven Spielberg knows everything about making a movie. No. It, it's, He's it's got impossible. so many people doing it for him. But yes, I, also, I always hang out with the crew, too. I love the crew. Yeah. The crew's what makes a film work. And if you like your crew and they like you, you're, you're in, you're in yeah. well. Yeah, I like to do yeah, that, too. What I, learned, what I learned very often, very soon uh, when I started as an actor, was to be nice to the director of photography and the lighting person because they <laughs> oh, can yeah. make you look really awful or they can make oh, you look yeah. really good. <laughs> your, DP, your DP is your your master. Yeah. Yes, Ron's Ron's the same way. He oh, you know that. how I'm about the DP. He's like really he like he like totally like You know, we just shot a bunch of movies that are coming out soon and I'm so interested in the DP. I always tell Jimmy, remember the DP is the film. <laughs> 
Not you, not yeah, the Hassans. <laughs> he is the film. Because he can yeah. make you look ugly when he comes in and sh- shows the hairs in your nose. And now with, with uh, you know, high definition. Digital. High, every, high definition. Every, every pore in your face is terrible. Exposed, so you better, yeah. Terrible. So let's go. First of all, is there a website for the nuts and bolts of indie filmmaking or when you're speaking or anything like that that we should like give uh, out well, to anybody? You can, you can go to my website, which is www.samandgraffia.com, and I can spell that if you want. Uh, we F-A-M. got it. Okay, great. Uh, samandgraffia.com. Uh, there's littledogproductionsllc.com, which is uh, our production company uh, website. That's myself and Doug Birch, my business partner. Uh, and they can go to wagesofsinmovie.com to find out yeah, more about the yeah, to find out more about the the, the movie that's coming out, and we they have put, a they podcast. put all that information in the chat room for you for the people in the chat room too, cool. and um and yeah, we want everybody to see Wages of Sin. The trailer looks good, so if the trailer looks good, the film's probably going to be really good. We want everybody to support it. To find out more about it, you can go to wagesofsinmovie.com, dot com, and and it's coming out in like February fourth or something. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right around February fourth, well, I'm going to watch it and I'll critique it and talk about it on this show. And I'm sure, knowing you, it's got to be good because you're interesting, intelligent, and it's got to be good. I find most uh, people that are in the business who are dull and boring, their work is also dull and boring. No, that's a fact. That's a fact. So, Sam, we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. We also want to thank Clint Morris from October Coast and Publishing and Publicity yeah. for setting this interview up. We wish you all the luck with Wages of Sin. And anytime you got anything to promote, let us know. And thanks for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Ciao, Samuel. Thank you, guys. It was absolutely wonderful. Thanks. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Ciao, ciao, Samuel. Samuel. That's okay. A, what nice a nice guy. All the Italians are nice, I got to tell you. We're a wonderful people. We do like to talk. So he's, he's, he's a good talker. But if you actually look at his picture, then you and think about like all the shows he's been, and you remember him from all of them. I know exactly who he is. He's been in a ton of stuff. Chad, how are you doing? I'm barely hanging in there, Jimmy. I can see the light. Did we wake you up, John? <laughs> you know, in fact, I'm not. I'm not wrong. When I was over at Universal with uh, Sarah, I think he was floating around somebody's set because he looks familiar to me. Very young. Not now, but I remember seeing him young. He might have been doing one of those um, whatevers. Well, I mean, like he said he was in the fall guy. That's like in the 80s, so that's 30 years ago. Right, and I was at Universal with Sarah and Charlie's Angels at that time. Yeah, so it would be about the – yeah, it probably would be. Right. I must have floated around the sound stages. Or you might have just seen him when you were like hanging around in L.A. like doing stuff because you might have run into similar circles. So many people you meet in L.A. You know, everybody says to me, oh, do you really know all the celebrities you say you do? And my God, when you're in the business and you're living in Los Angeles, I mean, you know, I went to the bank, Jacqueline Smith is online going into the vault, so Jackie and I are talking. I mean, it's everywhere you go is a star. And if you're in the business, they're nice to you. If you're a fan, they're a little reluctant. But once they know who you are and that you're in the biz, you know, it's family. So yes, you meet so many celebrities in New York City as well. There's also lots of new people in the chat room. What's up, chat room? We want to give a shout-out to Crooner Ron Boudreaux. Carla Flores in the chat room. Leslie Neveres. So hello, everybody, and hope everybody is doing well. And again, please vote for us in the Shorty Awards. Ron Boudreaux is my favorite singer. I love the way Ron sings. And uh, we're going to have another caller calling in in like three minutes, and I think we're going to take a music break right before that. So we're going to play 
International song. Novas. My song. Photogenic. Everybody yeah. out on Monarchy Records. Point of No Return is the name of the album. The name of the song is Photogenic. It's all available on iTunes everywhere in every country in the world. Download it. Get it. Here it is. International Novas Photogenic. <laughs>
Yeah, that's International Nova's Photogenic. The name tune. of the album is Point of No Return, put out by the Spectre Music Group on Monarchy Records, and it's available now on all the digital download sites and in stores. Every time I hear it, I think I heard it for the first time. It's such a great song. <laughs> Hi, Which guys. Hey, hey, and guess who's on the phone now, everybody? You know, I don't see that on the screen that you called. I see a little blue thing. This is author... Movie maker, super cool guy, Bill Hillman, or William Byron Hillman. And he's coming on to talk about Quigley's Christmas Adventure. What's up? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, I'm glad to come by and say hello to everybody. How are you guys? We are fantastic. And we're not going to introduce you to everybody since you already know Ron and Chad. But hey, you Bill. can give a shout-out to the chat room. Okay. Big shout-out to everybody involved in the whole show. Love the show. There you go. Loving to hear it. And so tell us what's going on with Quigley. Uh, Quigley, we, as you know, we have a, a, a crowdfunding show going on, a presentation on Fundraiser, F-U-N-D-R-A-Z-R.com. And if people click on the search bar and put in Quigley, they'll find our little presentation. What we're doing there is we're, we're creating a comic book, a Quigley comic book, a Quigley game. And we are involved in a lot of charities, so a lot of the money that we raise goes to charity. And we hope every listener that uh, is on your show will pick up the phone and uh, give us a pledge. And for each dollar they pledge, they get a dollar back with a gift card. And they're not just gift cards. They're major gift cards from places like Starbucks and Best Buy and uh, all kinds of neat, neat stores, Staples, you know, Sears. Uh, Cineplex, of- Tire King, Home Depot, Subway, Sears, Starbucks. Yeah, it's, it's a fun <laughs> way to create something special and and give back and at the same time not risk anything. So we hope all your listeners will participate and give us a shout on. There you go. Quickly a lot of noise. He's making friends all over the world. He just opened up in, in Australia. That's the original Quigley. And as you know, we're we're putting together uh Quigley's Christmas Adventure, which is the sequel to Quigley. So we're all excited about a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, you guys. So Quigley, everybody. So everybody knows the first Quigley movie starred Gary Busey, and it was a big hit. It did very, very well on home video. Um, and now this is the sequel called Quigley's Christmas Adventure. And Ron and I are going to be angels in it. And it's a really, really great, great Christmas family, clean family movie that you know, like for people when you want to like see stuff that you could actually take your kids to see. And uh, we really want to get behind this, and we want everybody else to help get behind this. Um, go to fundraiser.com. It's F-U-N-D. R-A-Z-R dot com. Type Quigley in the search box, and you can click on the white pom- Pomeranian and choose your gift card and, your, and make your amount of your pledge. We also want you to follow us on Twitter. It's at Quigley Movie, and Quigley is Q-U-I-G-L-E-Y. It sounds, like, it sounds like a great deal. You get a buck back in, in goodies. I like that. <laughs> so if you donate 10 bucks, you get back 10 bucks worth of goodies. And if that entitles you to a coffee at Starbucks, no way do you get a Starbucks coffee for... One dollar. So you got to at least donate. So you know what? I think I'm going to send in a couple of hundred bucks myself. (laughs) Listen, do you have anything like the porn stores? No, it's a family movie. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) One of them nice, fun, PG rated movies that's going to have a lot of. Oh, we're not even going to have any cursing. Oh, wow, Jimmy, how are you going to ever do this movie? I, I, I'm playing an angel. Angels don't curse. Oh, that's right, but how are you ever going to do it? We're going to have to put a rubber band on his tongue to stop him from uh, Ronnie, cursing. baby, you're playing an angel, too, so you've got to yeah, bite you know, I, He's I, harder. But I'm good at keeping my mouth clean. I haven't cursed today at all. And I look, I look angelic. Watch. Watch my angelic face. Oh, yeah. 
I can't, I can't wait hmm. to see both of you with wings. Yes, it's going to be fabulous. So everybody, really, we want to support Quigley, and if you guys want to watch the first Quigley, I'm sure, is there a way that they can watch the first Quigley? Uh, yeah, the first, first Quigley is everywhere. It's a, it, you can buy it on Amazon, you can buy it from Yahoo, you can get it at eBay, you can buy it at Best Buy or Sears or Target. It, we're everywhere. There you go. Everybody should get it because it's a lot of fun. If you have children, it's a lot of fun. Um, you know, think about things like Benji and stuff like when you were a kid. This is like a, a version for the people today. It'll it'll last forever. It'll it'll become a classic hit. And it's going to be nice, especially everybody, if you've got children or you're planning on having children. You know, it's going to be nice to have films that you can actually show them. It's really not a kid's movie. I want to tell you that. I love dogs, as you well know, because of my the loss of my Scooby a couple of weeks ago. So watching this film makes your heart warm because this dog, you want to just hug it, kiss it, and love it. And it's a sweet movie, and it's not for children. I think it's for It's a family. Everybody. Not even families. for devils. It's for prostitutes. It's for everybody. Everybody who likes dogs, too. Mafia, mafia murderers, <laughs> anybody. Everybody should watch it. They'll get something out of it. It's not just for good goody two-shoes. No, but it's nice if you do have kids to show it to them. Yeah, there but aren't too many movies. It's nice, you know, but it's not, you know, I mean, but it's not for just children. And I, I enjoyed it, and I'm far from a child. If you, oh, well, if you look back at, at all the award films that are up for the Academy Awards, the DGA and the WGA Awards, and you look at the list of films, there's only one film in that whole pile of films that is really a family-oriented film, and that's Saving right. Mr. Banks. That's um, clean that you could take your kids to. Did you see yeah. Philomena? Because I like that was my favorite one. <laughs> I love Philomena, and and I, I like the. There were several of the films that I just I, I fell in love with. I had a hard time voting. Uh, Blue Jasmine was just blew me away. Well, um, I have to admit I love American Hustle. Did you like um, American? You know, I don't get it because we went and saw The Wolf of Wall Street and we saw American Hustle, and I thought both of them were good movies, but I didn't get how they were comedies. I don't think Leonardo DiCaprio did either because he made a comment when he won his Golden Globe, like, what? you know, like he didn't even get that he was, like, nominated for a comedy. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't think that's a comedy. <laughs> I didn't think com- Maybe because they couldn't compete in the other ones or something. I'm not sure, but, like, I was just totally uh, – I loved didn't Jennifer- get it. And I liked them. I liked the movies. Jennifer Lawrence was fabulous in, in her film – as was Amy Adams. They're great actresses. I enjoyed their performances, but the movies I didn't care for. And the Dog of Dogs is the Meryl Streep movie. Meryl should be ashamed to show her face in Hollywood <laughs> after being a clown and overacting and carrying on like a crazy lady. <laughs> I mean, you know, she overdid the character, and she was eating up the scenery, and Julia Roberts is now screaming obscenities at her. I mean, really heavy-duty ones. <laughs> And the both of them are fighting for the camera and for the and for the importance of the film. You know, if you're in the business, you see that. But I guess the general audience doesn't. But I thought it was an awful film, awful. Story. That's the only one I haven't liked so far. I like Philomena the best, awful. though, being the fact that I'm adopted and I'm gay. And the movie like had a lot of, um, you know, it was about it, an it, it, rang, it rang it rang close to home. So it, I like Philomena. It did on our end too. I, I my wife was adopted, and we we searched for thirty years to find her birth parents, and uh, strangely enough, we found her mother still alive. Uh, she discovered a whole new family, brothers and sisters she didn't know she had. Now, see, and I'm it, looking it, to do that now too. Like I'm going to start doing that since we saw the film because I have never actually looked to see. I wrote it, so. a book called Dream Searchers, which will give you a hint on exactly how to go look and how to find them. Oh, good. Okay, like I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll email you later. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a whole other story. Cause this yeah, that's is a, a whole other story. story. But anyway, let's, so we'll go back to this, though. Let's go back to Quigley, everybody, because uh, we want to make sure everybody supports well, this film. And, from Looking at it from the aspect of vulgarity and crudeness and crappiness, yes, Quigley is an important film because I remember when my daughters were young, I was able to take them to the movies. Today, I don't think I would take my young daughters to the movies to see what goes on. Not that I'm a prude, far from it. But I'd like them to learn about that stuff from me, not from some actress who's a neurotic, insane, crazy lady on drugs, cursing like a maniac. I just think it was so inappropriate and not necessary. What's well, plus, the only kids' movies that they have now are like animated movies wait, and what, stuff. What's happened to acting? Years ago, you acted a lovely story. Now the stories have to be downtrodden. They have to be about miserable, dysfunctional families. What happened? That, back, that duck quack thing with that weird... Phil know, Robertson, that junk show. <laughs> Everything today is low-end trash. What has happened to the American people? Do they really love going to the movies and seeing dysfunctional, wacky, vulgar, disgusting, low-life, crappy Americans? Well, you know, the funny thing is they do go to see the G and the GP-rated movies. Hollywood just doesn't talk a lot about it. Uh, actors like to, they're on ego trips, and they sometimes make movies that they don't really care about anybody, whether they like them or they don't. Uh, as long as the actor gets a chance to perform in some bizarre way that may get him an Academy Award. But as far as family films go, uh, there's nothing better than to sit in the back of the theater full of kids and have them laugh and giggle and come out the theater and, 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 and just be full of smiles and, and enjoy what they just saw. That's, that's why we do what we do. We, we made a movie called The Adventures of Ragtime with Shelley Long a couple of years ago. And it was so fun. We had a, a, a miniature horse. It was like Home Alone with a miniature horse and two I thieves. I remember that. And, and, and it was so fun. I never had so much fun in Hollywood. I, I went to a theater full of kids. Uh, we had a screening and gave uh, tickets away free. And the, they came out of the theater laughing and giggling. And, and we did the same thing when we opened Quigley. And Quigley has that, that feel, that feel-good and, mm -hmm. and that's why we're making this one, the, the Quigley 2. Uh, we're involving a whole lot of different things this time around. We have uh, autistic kids in part of the theme of the, of the script, and uh, the movie's going to surround around a little toy company, and all the members of the toy company, all the staff, are autistic. And it, it's really delightful because they all take a chore onto their own, much like autistic kids are learned to do. They learn a, a trade or a craft or a gift, and then they, they perfect it. And that's what this movie's all about, part of it. We have an awful lot of stuff. Actually, we should tell people, too, though. Tell people, too, because like, this is based on a book that you wrote the book, so tell everybody where they would go to get the book in case anybody wants to get the book. The book is in paperback, available anywhere in the world, and you can get it on Amazon. We do real well. It's also an e-book on Amazon, uh, Quigley's Christmas Adventure. Uh, they'll enjoy it. It's fun. And the movie is based pretty much on what was in the book. And uh, the people have told us that the book, they kept writing us and saying, when are we going to make a sequel to Quigley? And I wrote the book because I thought it would be fun as a follow-up to the movie. And then we got so much response from the book, we decided, let's make a movie. Let's make a sequel of it. So that's there you go. what we're doing now is we're putting that together. And uh, uh, the, the, the little presentation that we have on Fundraiser is to do some things that we just can't afford to take out of the budget to do, and that's to create a Quigley comic book, a Quigley game. There, there aren't any comic books that are really fun. They're all violent and full of junk. And all the You're games right. 
are all full of violence and shoot them up and kill them and stuff. And, and we thought it would be really neat to have something that was refreshing, different, and mm-hmm. kids could sit around and giggle and laugh and have fun doing. And Whatever so, happened to little Lulu? <laughs> Remember little I, Lulu? I do. <laughs> I don't, I don't think know. they have those cartoons anymore, little Lulu. I think they're in the paper. And Dick, yeah. Tra- Dick Tracy, Sunday is Comics. he still around? I don't know. I know Chester Gould died years ago, so the artist yeah. is gone. So uh, let's move back, though. So everybody, to, to support quickly, go to F-U-N-D-R-A-Z-R.com, fundraiser.com. Type quickly in the search box. Click on the Pomeranian. Choose your gift card and make your pledge, and let's get this thing going. And also, you can check out more by going to quigley2.com. It's the number two. And follow us on Twitter, at Quigley Movie. And, uh, Bill, we want to thank you for coming on and talking with us about Quigley and everything else. We uh, hope everything goes through well, and we can't wait to come meet you and start working on the film. And, Bill, me thank too. you very you much for, for having me. very much, guys. And Absolutely. Th- thank you for having me in your film, and I hope it doesn't change my image and make me lily white. <laughs> now we're going to make a new image. People will have right. an old outlook on, on you. I'm going to have a new image. There you go. <laughs> That's funny. All right, Bill, thank you very much. We'll talk to you soon. Take care, Bill. Great talking to you, babe. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Now, that's a nice man. That's the nicest guy ever. We have the best guests. We really do. He's such a nice guy. And believe it or not, all these people, I'm meeting them all on Twitter. I met Bill on Twitter many, many years ago. We haven't haven't had a nasty one on our show yet. That's right. And guess who's here now, you guys? Our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Serego. Hello. Oh, my beautiful you, Lord. Yeah, I have wow. No, I have no bra on tonight. Too bad oh, the camera my. can't come in close there. <laughs> no bra on? No. I have just a gold um, cardigan, and the girls are sort of... Um, Where did I go know? wrong? They're where sort did of I like, go wrong? They're... they're, they're I can't say free balling. But where did breasts, I where did I go wrong, Deirdre? They're free breasting. There you go. They're free balling. Where, there you where go. Did, where, oh, no, free breasting. Deirdre, where did I go wrong? <gasps> Wait, co- uh, commando. I'm doing Bresto commando. <laughs> Bresto. And hey, Chad, what's up? Say hi. hi Hello, Chad. D. What's going on, girl? What's up, sexy? Nothing. Just watching you uh, without a bra. Sorry, Pop. Oh, my God. Sorry, Heather. Sorry, Heather. I wanted to raise Grace Kelly, Leslie, and Kim Novak. Oh, hi. Grace Kelly was the biggest whore ever. Stop that. She was. I can't say W-H-O-R-A. No, you can't say that about Grace. freedom of speech. I don't say that about Grace because that's his favorite. Grace Kelly. That's like sacrilegious. Grace Kelly is my idol. I am only sorry. She was a S-L-U-T. I'm only sorry I never met her. But I'm I'm trying to get the artist on, who's a dear friend of mine, who painted her portrait that hangs in the palace in Monaco. And he will tell you about Grace. Mr. Blackwell knew Grace well. And I got many stories from Mr. Blackwell that I will never, ever share with the public. As far as I'm concerned, Grace Kelly was the most beautiful woman in the world, kind and sweet and very good to everyone. And that's a fact, Mr. Blackwell said. There you go. So well, what's up, Deirdre? <laughs> oh, I could kill her for saying that. Mila, go put she a brassiere on. No, I'm not putting a brassiere on. Not. Not. They're not even that big. But they're bouncing. It's go unnatural, Pop. Leave her it's, alone. Yeah, that's right. Mine are real because that's they're right. small. <laughs> what, what, what did I do to deserve this daughter of mine? I mean, I don't know. What did I do we'll, wrong? We'll tell you after the show. It's the wrong. best that's thing like ever. Insulting. Right. It's like raised, the nicest thing ever. There's raised, nothing wrong with me for you to have done wrong. I, I know what it is. It's double. she's drawing attention I away from Ron. That's what it is. Shut up. <laughs> your knock is bouncing on. Tell your father to shut yes, up. Yes, you're not my father. You're, you're a co-host. Do you know Chata? Chata. No, you're not. That's very no, disrespectful. Let's go. Let's get no, out I'm going to smack that. Time out. Smack you right Should I go to commercial? 
you said the bad word now. If somebody gets a dollar in the potty mouth jar, yes, you have to spell it out. T-R-I-C-K. Chad said bitch is okay because it's a female dog. True. I did say that. Yes, but I, I am a B-I-C-C-H. I have it recorded. Last week I said that, and you said, yeah, it's a female dog. He lied. Just no, I have it better. in the chat room. Say hi to everybody in the hi chat everybody. room. Oh, hi, everybody in the chat room. I know yeah, you were in the chat room. I know. I was not. in the chat room earlier getting ready upstairs while I was in quote-unquote hair and makeup. Um, I don't have my computer with me, so I'll just... So if she's typing eat, in there, yeah. it's anything she says, anything it could be dirty, me. Anything dirty, it's probably me. <laughs> no, don't do it. Why don't you go find a husband? Oh, shut up. She will now. Go out without the bra. It's like three degrees out. Yeah, it's one. Well, it's your, really well, your nipples really will here. get hard. From I know the they cold. will. Well, then I'll be then I'll be able to shine headlights on the highway. Right. <laughs> Go find a husband, for God's sake. <laughs> Guess what, everybody? Oh. I was so happy when I read this. And HBO, he actually did a Robert De Niro, Bobby De Niro did a documentary that's going to be on HBO, and I'm super excited for the subject matter because he's just now revealed this. We all know Bobby De Niro is extremely private. He's been very quiet about it, but he's decided to come clean that his father was gay. His father has since passed away. So oh. Bob De Niro's dad was a famous painter in the, in the art world, um, and his father was gay. Yeah, but did he like his father or was he ashamed of his very, father? Very, very close to his so father. He wasn't ashamed no. of his father. Bob loved his father. Because back in those days, you know, gay was killed. Or loves his father, even though his father has since passed. Yeah, so I have to find out when this, um, this documentary is going to be on HBO, but I'm very excited to see it i'm curious to see how yeah. he did it what he's what he's going to reveal his parents were married obviously when his mom left that's when his dad said you know what i, I don't know if that's why she left but um he came out or doesn't family, surprise me after the fact that his mom left so I, I always say that when i was single and i went clubbing and everything to pick up guys to you know to go dating you don't do it so well when i was married in the straight world Every cocktail party I went to, I was hit on by somebody. Christopher Who was Lee, also married. Christopher Lee <laughs> hit on me. <laughs> that no. was, that was like the key parties in the 60s, Chris, you know? Christopher Lee hit on me. I mean, he did. Everybody, the famous Christopher Lee. Yeah, so many closet queens are married, and um, they're the first ones to put down gay people, and that's what put, pisses me off. Because if they think if they put down gay people, nobody suspects mm, that they're yeah, gay. Well. So remember, folks out there, anyone that's homophobic, <laughs> wor is gay. worry because they have something in their closet. <laughs> to hide. Phil Robertson, baby. Ooh, yeah, that yeah. big old girl. Watch. <laughs> it's like a girl and a She's beard. A big old bottom. Exactly. Big old, <laughs> big old bottom and a beard. Okay. Y'all can hate me for that one. Let me get you. Let me give you my Twitter so you can actually yeah, that's the only me. That's you friend me that's on like Twitter. The, that's the only thing I've ever tweeted that I had a, like a backlash of. People I got a backlash of people too. Bad things here. about Phil Robertson. How sad is that? That piece of I, I don't, garbage. I don't twit. I do. So I don't do it. Well, you're you a twat. Are a twit. You should. You're a twit and a twat. So I don't know why you don't tweet twat. Deirdre. Twitter twat or what's the matter? Deirdre, when we go off the air, you're getting a very big big. <laughs> Lesson. A very oh, big please. Lecture. A, a, a very God, big yes, lecture is me. coming. Yeah, no, thank you. Okay, for all of you people Meanwhile, that like... I want you me, to I'm know... No, wait a minute. You're when, so rude. Hang on. You when, know that? I, I'm very... You are very rude. When it comes to you, I'm very rude. I know, you are. You're very spiteful, nasty, and mean. Do you guys see that? <laughs> in, thank right, you. In her, I've witnessed it. In our, in our private... You're so rude. In our private world, she's the Ugh. best daughter in the world. She emailed me yesterday, are you okay driving, Daddy? I'm worried. So she's a lot of baloney. Right now, she's just showing <laughs> <laughs> and being mean We're to at, me. Is, these are our personalities. We are radio personalities. 
Yeah, but don't dis- don't call don't- me out on it. Shut up and go yeah, with really. it. Don't Stupid. respect your it's father. It's all the same thing he I'm tells everyone. I'm not your everyone. father. We are co co-hosts. We work together. It's so now, funny. Shut up. He does the same thing to me when we he's like talking to his teeth. friends. He'll, he'll I know tell- the same teeth. Thank he'll tell everybody. Chad, listen to this crooked. one. When we go places, Ron will tell everybody. Jimmy's not really all wild and crazy like everybody thinks he is. Like on the radio and on don't Facebook. Why does he say stuff like that? He all wears Ralph Lauren. He wears Ralph Lauren, and he's really kind of prudish. You putting on a front, Ronnie? And and he's super. Super quiet in real life too. What? Yeah, yeah, right. right. <laughs> Not. You tell people this, huh? Why? Sorry, guys. Are you embarrassed, Ronnie? I was like, ugh. But Jimmy okay, and I so love to ahead. do that. Anyway, you were, like interrupted. Yeah, I know. I was so rudely <laughs> interrupted by that extremely rude man. <laughs> wait, two people wait, down from that, me. That, that witch cackle you just did blew Chad's oh, ears. Oh, I'm sorry, Chad. Chad's ears oh. went. I should have right. given you forewarning so you could like pull back. It was good. Go ahead, <laughs> He's like, Chad's like, us. what? What? I'm hey? deaf now. Um, for all your Jersey Shore lovers oh, out I hate there, that show. for all your train wreck watchers, Wow's having a girl. Oh, How wow. cute. So everybody go buy Pink and send it to her. Like we care. I can't stand those like people. <laughs> Me either. Chad, did you ever see that show, Jersey Shore? Um, I think I saw maybe a couple of the first episodes, and I saw them start spray tanning themselves to death and air pumping yeah. or yeah, fist just, pumping. And I'm like, that's not me. And worse and worse. It, and was, it went for me. And they're, bad. All, and they're all making a ton of money. That's the I part know. that makes me want to still. They're still making tons of money. Um, yeah, that guy who plays the DJ guy does. Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah. God, Polly, uh, not Polly Shore. <laughs> well, one of them, one of them, DJ Polly D or whatever. I think one of them got like six million dollars or something for. A, for like a, a book or something like oh, one of them got I'm something so really jealous. sickly big well none of that Jersey money came from me i'm trying to think i'm a train wreck somewhere in my life right why can't i make money off I know. Of it? <laughs> you're not a train wreck no you're too no, i'm not really a train wreck but oh, i have no. i'm passionate <laughs> some would say <laughs> you were born a, you were born a privileged child Deirdre. you were privileged so what else you got okay. for us? Oh, and well, for all of you Spice Girls fans. I love that. Yeah, you guys might want to get some tissues out right now. If you haven't heard, I'm so sorry to say this. I feel so incomplete right now. Victoria Beckham will never do it again. What? Do what? Yeah. Join the Spice Girls. Oh. <laughs> if we Thank could God. all please just take a moment. And just celebrate. Actually, I know, right? And say, I'm having a party over here. That's funny too, though. She, she made the most money. Care. Actually, I love the Spice Girls, but she and was like the least talented. she's married to hot David Beckham, who has a small penis. And it's like this, but he's still really hot. You yeah, seen his penis? Oh, didn't we have a Spice Girl on our show? No. Who'd we have? We had a pussycat doll. Pussycat oh, doll. Pussies on us. Pussy, <laughs> pussy and spices makes everything nicest. Where's my drink? <laughs> I don't know. I took it. Start early. I have a sore throat, Jimmy. I, so do I. I know, but I have to talk more than you. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course you do. We all know that. It's the Ron Russell show. We're just we're just minions. We're just minions in it. <laughs> that's that's not very nice. We're just colorful minions. <laughs> that's, that's not very nice of both of you. Oh, now, get over now, it. Now for spite, I'm not uttering another word. I love the Spice Girls. Oh my gosh, that's so funny because like the other day we were talking, I don't know if we were on the radio and he says, I'm not going to say another word and then two seconds later like right. they were like, I thought you weren't going to say another word. <laughs> Look, now it's if you want to be my lover, you got to get with my friends. Make it last forever. No, no, in other words. I love them. I love the Spice Girls. I know. You're so G-A-Y. I am, actually. I had both the sets of dolls, the Harrods collection and the Kmart collection of the Spice Girls dolls. Oh, that doesn't shock me at all. It was fabulous. (laughs) I, like, just totally, like, loved it. The Spice Girls are cool, and, like, and she said that before, and they're probably not going to get back together, but, you know, the other ones are doing good, though. Like, one of them is the America's Next Got Talent, Got Talent Judge, um, uh, Scary Spice. Scary Spice, Melanie... 
Oh my God! Why am I? One of them had to go. Last name's escaping me. There's Jerry Hallowell, the redhead, Ginger Spice. And then you have Posh Spice, Sporty Pot, Spice, Sporty Spice, Mel I don't B, Mel know C. Where, oh. she, she had a mental breakdown, I think. Okay, so and then she's you had Baby Spice, Emma Bunton. Which one's Skanky Spice? That was me. Uh, what? <laughs> oh, you didn't make spice. the final cut. I see her. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. They cut me out spice. early on. I was so mad because I couldn't do a, a, a believable British accent, so I they see. cut me out. I'm sorry. Sorry Which to hear that. Just total bollocks, but whatever. You know, I think it's fabulous. Out, though. They were fabulous. <laughs> they were kind of awesome. I did like them for a hot minute, I do admit it. But I was like 23 when they came out, 25. I don't remember when they came out. but <laughs> I got to love it. When Actually, I shouldn't say that. I was more like 15 when they came out. <laughs> <laughs> oh shoot! Ron me, was twenty. Like, Teddy, Teddy wasn't born yet. <laughs> Not yet. Ron wasn't born yet. Look at him; he's still a thought. I was in the picture. He's exactly. keeping quiet. He's biting the tongue. <laughs> I was because he wasn't. Ron wasn't born yet, and I was fifteen, so I was like a test tube baby. Interesting. But, well, and I have some good news. I'm okay. so happy for Mr. Charismatic Blue Eyes, who, when I met him at the Oscars three years ago. Fell madly in love with him for a hot moment. Zach Efron, he's such an, in such a good place. He's so happy that he went to rehab. He's recovering. and He he's has a new movie. He's sober. He's got a new movie, which I want to see. It's supposed to be really good. It, it does. Good reviews. It looks like the, it's the female version of, you know, Men Have Emotions. I know. I, the whole breakup thing. I forgot what it's called. Awkward. I forgot, too. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, it does when I bang? Does everybody hear me knocking? Yes. Guess what? That's your conscience knocking. <laughs> what is it telling you? Um, yeah, I actually do want to see that movie because it's great. It shows that guys do have emotions <laughs> and that you do feel when you're with a woman or a man in, in any relationship and that you actually have a reaction when we do break up. That you want to eat ice cream and ribs and you want to cry and listen to sappy love songs. And so. And it's Zac Efron who is just. And it's Zac Efron who is so effing hot. I can't even tell you. And Josh Brolin, too. He's another hottie, but he's a train wreck. Oh, he's in rehab, too. I'm so happy. He's been in rehab for the past month. Um, he's getting sober. He says he's never drinking again. He's really hot. Josh Brolin, I would like to I hope he goes have back relations with, with you. you know, well, I, me, too. But, but I, have to, I, I have to have a relations with him one night, and then he could go back to her. Well, she I divorced love, him. I love Diane. Me she's too. a lovely, lovely person. She's lovely. She's beautiful. She's a lovely human being. She's great. Actually, Josh Brolin was the star of this movie called Thrashin'. It's one of my favorite movies oh, from, the movie from the era, the skateboard from the 80s, movies. Yeah. Yes. Well, Josh Brolin's best friend in that movie is a good friend of mine, Brooke McCarter. He was one of the vampires in The Lost Boys. Oh. And like, and there, I have an autograph movie sitting over there cool. of them in it. It's, it was a great movie. I mean, it's a dumb movie, but it's a great dumb movie. It was like Cube, wasn't it? Called Cube with there was um, another one too. Gleaming the Cube. Gleaming the Cube with um. Uh, this what's one's his better. Face? This one's um, better. Christian oh Slater. Yeah. What is wrong with me? I have I that have movie too. Cells. I love that movie. You do? I love all the skateboard movies. And I love the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it so quiet? <laughs> Snob is pulling a little tantrum. Like a That's okay. That's okay. Christian Slater. Everybody likes Christian Slater. He was like good in the whole. In it's everything. okay. Yeah, he's all right. Okay, so have you seen any? Okay, so what are the good TV shows? Because a lot of TV oh, shows are going on. I know. Well, Sleepy Hollow just ended. Was it good? I did not watch it. Okay, <laughs> but everybody was loving it and said it was great. <laughs> As I was tweeting, twatting, and twittering, that seemed to be the trend. I'm super excited for Vampire Diaries starts tomorrow night, and I forgot what happened back in December, so I don't know what the cliffhanger was. The mid-season cliffhanger, I completely forgot, so I'm super excited to rewatch it again. Actually, February is a big month because uh, Walking Dead starts again Yes, in it does, in three Sundays from now, or three Sundays from this past Sunday. And I'm super excited for um, The Coven is tonight. 
That's American Horror Story. American Horror Story. The Coven. Is that a good one? Oh, I love it. Stevie Nicks was on last week or the week before. Um, it was awesome. I love The Coven. I love anything that has to do with witches. But, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I made the face first. Um. <laughs> Why are you making faces? You talked just a second ago. Like two minutes ago you were talking. Now he's all quiet again. He's insulted. I now. whispered. No, you didn't. You talked. We were. I don't know. What you we were opened talk- your mouth and words came out. You said you weren't going to do that. Very softly and very so, quiet. So does that? Does that count? So, yeah. Listen, that's funny. What about Dracula? Do you watch Dracula? No, I haven't watched Dracula yet. Everybody, uh, everybody. This show is so boring. Everybody's telling me to watch Rain. That uh, Rain is amazing. It's on Thursday nights as well. I haven't seen that. They'll one. never it's, win this shorty with this boring bullshit. Oh, shut up! Doing. Oh, speaking of shorty awards, I'm going to start to scream at you people again nominate please i mean this like brazilian chick who i'm sure is amazing has like a thousand votes we have like 60 really <laughs> she's not even doesn't even have a web show though i don't know that's what's so unfair is like the people that actually have web shows don't have a lot of votes the people that are like singers dancers actors they're all winning and they don't have a web show yes yeah, so ridiculous. wtf with that like Really? I don't even get it. But anyway, just yes. vote us in anyway because we just we need I to make it. I would write a letter to President Obama and complain. Oh, he, he doesn't have anything to do with, with the Shorty Awards. Oh my God, Michelle Obama know. got her AARP card because the old lady's fifty. Right? How exciting! Oh, do you get an AARP? I'm know. gonna get one then. Yeah, you do. Oh, you get one next year, oldie. Am I, am I going to be 50 next year? You'll be 50. Okay, I'm going to be 50. Oh, good. And and then I, I just, isn't that funny? I just surpassed him. Yeah, you did. Next no, you year, did. I'm going to be older than you. Well, we'll be the same age. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Are you forever 50? No, I'm 50. I'm 50 now. <laughs> I don't go any further than 50. Mm-hmm. I never will. I will be 50 till the day I die, 100 years from now. I should lie and say I'm 20 and say I refuse to age. Day. Aging is a stupid thing that man has written. Aging is for Aging is nonsense. Do I people. look 50? No. Aging's for old people. Do I act 50? No. So why should I be 50? I'm 43. There you go. You can be, you can be whatever. All right, so Chad, have you seen any of the Academy Award movies? No, sir. Next why? Question. Do you ever go to the movie ever? No, sir. Why? I don't know. Do you rent I'd- movies? Um, I got Netflix that has, uh, what do you call it, and get DVDs out per month. Yeah, I got that, but I don't go out to the movies anymore. You don't watch a lot of TV, or you do? Nope, no TV. No, uh, no, what do you call it, cable networks, I guess. I have to watch my TV to watch something. I don't watch the networks. Okay. That's why you still have brain cells left. (laughs) What's your favorite thing to watch? Like, if you were, like, in a sit and you were so excited to watch something, what do you watch? Something I haven't. Okay. <laughs> Listen, I hope at the end of February you're going to watch Croker because it'll, it be, on oh, it'll, it'll be, be on Netflix. Oh, it'll be on Netflix, Netflix in February. Of course I will. Yeah, sure. And you'll see my outstanding performance looking 35. We'll see about that. Mm-hmm. And looking 35. Like you said, I, I posted a picture it. of you on uh, on Instagram saying you were the sheriff and all kinds of like people were saying that you looked hot. Yeah, you do look pretty good. I'll say that. That's why I didn't Not tell you. Not in a gay way. Hot. You just look good on film. <laughs> Because next thing you know, you're going to watch his head like a helium balloon. Just oh, he's back. Off he's back head. with a smile now. Yeah. <laughs> he's Into back the in the sky. I'm not kidding you. Like, I post things and get like 20 people like do things, uh, you know, like like it or whatever. And I post a picture of Ron looking all cute and like he gets like 50 people like saying how hot he is. I was like, yeah. I don't get people telling me I'm hot. What's going on? He eats it up. You didn't get my jeans. <laughs> uh, apparently not. I hate everybody. You got you got your mother's jeans. Well, apparently she was hot too, but whatever. In her day. I hate everybody. 
I hate you Everybody's all. Everybody's talking about The Walking Dead. I, wish I know. You guys, I can't wait for The Walking if, Dead. If Neil Brown Jr. actually calls in, because I don't know, like I said before, he's doing uh, Law & Order. No, not Law & Order. Uh, CSI. CSI, Los, CSI LA, Los, LA, right? Yeah. He was actually <clears throat> on Walking Dead. He was the, the Vatos leader in The Walking Dead when they had the Spanish like gang that they had to go to. He was the leader of the Vatos. Hey, Vato! He was also in Never Back Down, Tigerland. Fast and the Furious, all kinds of cool stuff. And Neil and I were both at the <laughs> sh- uh, scare. What was it called? Shockfest. Shockfest Shock awards in L.A. In LA. Yeah, at Raleigh Studios. Which is cool, and you didn't know who we were having no, him on. I had no idea. Otherwise, I would have said something. So, yeah. Ron, what would you like to talk about? <laughs> Ron. <laughs> Ron, wake up, Ron. Oh, oh, is Ron. the show's on? Yeah. Are those on. two still talking? Still rolling. I'm so bored I could slit my wrists. Go ahead, Ron. Oh, but here, I let me get I you mean, a talk. razor. Shall I run you a hot bath, darling? Do, would you like a champagne or a martini with that razor? It's easier that way. <laughs> she's her father's. Bubbles or no she, bubbles? She's her father's daughter for sure. Uh-huh. <laughs> she's got my wacky sense of humor. What was the question? <laughs> I was <laughs> nodding off. I wanted to know what did well, you... Well, that's because you're old, darling. You, you people nap. What would you like to talk about? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh, Jim Drivers Jim Driver says she likes that show. Revolution. <laughs> <laughs> do you like that Revolution show? Do you ever watch that? No, I have to <laughs> watch that. Right? I haven't seen that one. <laughs> I'm really bad with TV. I really need to watch it. For somebody who's in the entertainment business, Ron's I don't really red. watch TV. Horrible. I always watch movies, and I yeah, like. The, I'm more of a movie girl. But I'm going to watch all girl. the like singing stuff again. But I want to be on a TV show. Hint, hint, hint. Yeah, wink. me too. If I could wink anymore into this damn microphone, I would. I want to be on a TV show. I've got three movies to do coming up to you. Well, I have one, darling. If I, have, gets... I have three. Oh, well, big deal. Actually, I'm going to try. I'm and... sag. You're not. I'm going to try. I'm sag. No, you're not. I am. You are? Oh, I didn't know that. Of course I'm going to try to get her in quickly once, oh, hi. once we like get it all going. That way, I have to work with her, too? Well, yeah. I can play the devil. Isn't there a devil in it? No, you have to uh, play an angel. Oh, play an angel? Oh, that's, that's a big stretch for you, yeah, baby. Yeah, that should be. Mm. No, she doesn't have to play an angel. She could be somebody else. She could play like a hooker. You could play one of the autistic <laughs> children. And go without a bra. You can go out of bra and give the film an extra. Oh, speaking of which, which apparently I didn't get the role. I was so mad. They were. I was submitted for... Um, uh, Orange is the New Black films in New York City, right? So they were looking for a, an inmate to play a naked inmate in one of the scenes. Naked? Yeah. So I have no problem. I'm an actor. You got to do things. Do you Actually, have that's maybe you get a, a husband show. that way? Yeah. Maybe right. You get a husband that way. Okay. Let me finish. <laughs> do you so, watch that show? It's a good show. Yeah, I do watch it. It's funny. Well, we had Taryn on, so yeah. Um, but yeah, so they went ahead and they submitted me for it, but. I haven't heard anything yet. And they were supposed to shoot from the 22nd. So it would have been a gig from the 22nd to the 6th, which was a two-week shoot, and that would have been excellent. Well, wait a That's second. That's a big no. show. And wait, I would have been listen, naked, li- you, listen. which I have no problem. That's okay. fine. When you're naked, do me a favor. Get a cardboard sign. Put it on your back. Single. <laughs> now, some guy might check out the bod and figure, hey, this chick's worth a turn. Maybe I'll marry her. The only problem we thought was that I might not fit the profile I, mean, I don't want to be conceited no too, too pretty to no, no, she, no this is a prison they, movie everybody's ugly prison. they were thinking are you, like are you supposed to be a dyke no they're no. not all dykes no not all dykes mostly all the women in prison are dykes not I know that show. but not in the show no no this one was going to be straight but they were just like you know <clears throat> I, we'll submit but I think 
you're well, going to be too pretty, but you never know. You may get. I know. It. I'm like, well, I can, can we? We can ugly me up. Tell me, just wash you your know. face off, and there you go. Yeah. You don't need it. <laughs> and then I'm ugly. <laughs> and you're ugly. Perfect. <laughs> Dye my hair black so I look like don't I'm even scary. bother. Just, just don't wash it. <laughs> and I have tattoos, so that would have made for good, you know, right. prison mate. I'm like, should we should we take pictures of my tats and send that to them? <laughs> Maybe that'll you know, you may get it. Wouldn't you never know. Well, I mean, there's pretty people in jail. Come on. I mean, I'm of not all that, are. but there are pretty girls Martha Stewart in jail. was pretty and yeah. she went to jail. Martha Paris Stewart's Hilton, pretty. for the two seconds that oh. she was in jail, and Lindsay Lohan, yeah. she you was pretty what? in jail. What's her name? <laughs> they said you're beautiful, Deirdre, so say oh, thank you. you. Thank Paris you Hilton. <laughs> they, they, Paris Hilton could have gotten out of jail very easily. All she do is turn sideways and go to the bar. Exactly. That bitch is so skinny. <laughs> I mean, what is with the skin? Have you seen her lately? Ugh, she looks all, like, like she's she has consumption. Years ago, they called TB consumption. <laughs> she looks like she's got consumption. The poor thing needs to eat. Mm. They she just eat. got a new dog. That's why what happened to Tinkerbell? Did, I think she's got like she must have. Did they like lose it dogs. or kill it? <laughs> no, somebody might have eaten it. They were all so skinny. She's and doing. You know, she's making a big comeback now. There was she a DJ. Is? She's oh. a DJ, and like mm. you see her like no in way. all the biggest clubs. I just saw an advertisement on Instagram where she's doing hosting some club with some big. Big, big star. I forgot Good who. For her. Like Kanye West or somebody. I mean, All somebody right. big. You don't like well, her. You said when you met her, you didn't yeah, like her. Yeah, I don't her. like her, but I don't wish her bad. Oh, of course not. I why, don't like why her. Why didn't you like her when you met her? Because she was a kind of a bitch, and her handshake was, like, very wilted, and she just was like, I mean, I know I'm a nobody, but Jesus Christ, you know, you're being introduced. Hey, this is dear, 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 this is Paris. It is called etiquette. It does not matter what one's... Status she is wasn't nice to etiquette. Me she wasn't nice. She to She was you? like this. Look, give me your hand. You, you're me. Nice to meet you. Oh, and I met her. We were I'm making like, out hot F- and heavy. You. I met you her. Know? At, I met her at the Elton John concert where I was Elton John's guest, and she was with Tara Reid and her sister. And Tara Reid was super nice and like talked yeah, to her. Yeah, she's nice. I've uh, heard. But, I've but never Paris was her. not nice, and, and Ryan Seacrest was not right. Oh, no, nice. Ryan Seacrest. I've no. met him. He is a D U C. When I met Paris, when I met Paris, she grabbed me. that right? When I met Paris, she grabbed me and threw me down on the lounge and was trying to get my jeans off. Well, probably because she's a scam. And I said, "Stop! What are you doing? I'm gay." And she's, "I don't care. I'm straight." And she kept pulling my jeans off. And I said, "Paris, what are you doing?" And uh, you know, she was very nice to me. No, but all in all, even though she wasn't very, he's you just know, trying to piss me off. I, I wish her. Th- I hope she makes it. She's a human being. She deserves Absolutely. to be. Absolutely. And you know what? You she's know? really quite nice. I have met her. I met her with Blackwell in a restaurant. And she snubbed Blackwell, and Blackwell called her every name under the sun. Wait, he went after her, really, up to the register. Really? And he said to her, I said hello to you, and she just went, mm-hmm, with a smile. And Blackwell said, I'm Mr. Blackwell. I know you don't know who I am. She said, oh, I, I, do, parents, she said, oh, I do know who you are. He said, well, read next week's column. Mm. And he bombed her. He did. Well, yeah, I oh, well. I hope she's Everybody has. I don't awesome wish anything DJ. better, neither. Yeah. I was excited that I got she's to meet her. She's not pretty but... in person, by no, the way. No, she looks like a bird. She does look like a bird. She wasn't as nice as Elton John. And she's so skinny <laughs> and, and, and sk- weird looking. So here's what we're going to do, guys. We're going to take a quick music break. Hey, Chad. Yo. We're going to do Switch by Adina Howard. But if Neil Brown Jr. calls in, um, we'll stop the song. Since, Heck, uh, no, I'm not stopping no song. Okay. You out of your mind? <laughs> well, he does. He has a, a gig. He doesn't know that he can really make it. Yeah. If he ha- he's he, on set. He's on set, so we understand. We forgive him. We're not angry at all. No, no. He's a cool guy, and he I mean, he emailed me last film. night and said he just got the role yesterday. Yeah, so he's, he's working on a film. You can't 
No, this, TV. This TV is the Jimmy oh, Star Show. Excuse right, me. This is the Jimmy Star Show. Working. Now, we'll get him back in I one way or another. If I were working, I wouldn't be here either. <laughs> me too. I would say, sorry, guys. I'll, I'll call in from location if me I too. can, but I I would I'm call filming in right now. I would I would. Call in That's what we're going to be doing. We're going to be doing the show on location I, soon. I would be calling in between takes. So anyway, you guys, what we're going to do now is we're going to play a Dina Howard switch. This song was nominated Best Urban Dance Club Track of 2013. It's awesome. It's available on all the digital download sites. And here it is, Adina Howard Switch. Another great song. All right, Adina Howard's going to kill me. Why? <laughs> I got the caller coming in. Here you go. Oh, cool. Hello. Uh-oh. Is he there? Oh, now I hear you. I don't Barely. know if we hear you good or not. Chad, are we okay? He's in a sound studio. No? Oh, if he's in a sound yeah, stage, cells don't work in a sound stage. <laughs> Try to find your nearest wall. They don't work. I am. Oh, yeah. Okay, there you go. I can hear you, though. Can you hear me? There you go. Yeah, Neil, Neil Brown Jr., welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Woo! Hey, what's up, man? Thank you guys for having me. Absolutely. So so you're on uh, you're on NCIS Los Angeles right now, shooting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm shooting, and then we just broke for lunch. So uh, I was like, oh, well, we broke right in time. I can go ahead and get these guys a call. Very you know good. I mean? favorite people. We're very happy to have you on here since I have new co-hosts now since we had you on years ago. I want to introduce you to our cool, outrageous man about town, Ron Russell, who's also my husband. Oh, that's like an honor. I saw those Instagram pictures. There you go. Yeah, welcome to the show. I'm happy that you could make it. But, you know, like I told Jimmy, if I were working, I wouldn't be on the show. <laughs> if, I was shooting, if I was shooting a film, forget it. Uh, he's lying. Uh, he would. No, I wouldn't. Work doesn't come that easy. No, I can always make time. There no, you go. I'm waiting years to get another role. Then we have our Hollywood vixen, Deirdre Sarega, who was actually at that that horror festival that you were at two weeks ago. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. When you hey. said it, it all it all clicked a little too late. We didn't have enough time to have the open bar wasn't as strong as it could have been. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Game. Chad Murphy. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome to the show. Hey, brother. What's going on, man? Thanks for having me, everybody. Good to have so, you. So awesome. So, like, because uh, because I, I don't know how much uh, time we're gonna have. We're gonna. I want to. First of all, ever we I, I gave a little introduction to you earlier about all the cool stuff you've been in. We actually had you on back when you were on The Walking Dead. Uh, I have to tell you that I didn't even get that that was you. I watched that movie Never Back Down like ten times a year. I freaking love that movie. And it was just now that that clicked to me that that was actually you and Never Back Down because um, I didn't know that the last time you were on the show. Oh, yeah, I, I love that movie. On they shaved my face completely. It's like a 17 year old kid. I do not yeah. like having the booty face. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, let's talk a little bit now about your new web series so we can make sure we get it in and promote it. You got a new web series where you're the writer, the actor, the director. And the producer, it's called Bathroom Warrior Husband Diaries, and uh, it's yeah, a series you're doing, and it's on, it's on YouTube. And let me just read this thing real quick. Um, the show is a form of a mockumentary poking fun at your life, the unique experiences of being a married father of two by the age of 19, 
and a working actor whose life can be no more glamorous than a janitor's. Stay, stay on the lookout for the in in that and all your new films. So tell everybody first, like how do we actually uh, how do we actually see this? Oh, you just go to my YouTube channel. You just uh, you know either Google, uh, I mean either um, go into YouTube and go to uh, bathroom her warrior husband diaries, or just look my name up on my YouTube channel. You know the, the Neil Brown Jr. and it goes right to it. Uh, we're gonna you know as it's going along, uh, we're gonna get it set up even better, but. Um, we just had to launch right away because people were giving a, a good response um, to it. And, and uh, you know, we, we, as we reach more people, we, we, you know, get more viewers, it'll, you know, it'll be this even is, better. But right now, Go ahead. you're doing it every week, though, right? Like, this is something that's coming out every week. And how did you come up with Bathroom Warrior Husband Diaries? Um, You know, man, I, I was just, I had a complaint about something. And my wife heard me. You know, you know, people always say, you know, people need to catch your rants. You need to write them down. And then I just went into the bathroom and did it one time. And, and my manager was like, you know what? I think you had something. You're awesome. I love your rants. And then so my wife and I actually got together and wrote them. And then, you know, made it a, a character. You know, it's, it's it's me, but it's not really me. You know what I mean? It's, it's a character. Mm. But uh, some of those rants, every, every man... Um, Every every person in any relationship can can relate uh, with a lot of the things that goes on. Just wait till I get into the covers at night and all that stuff when we get into the, the bed burritos. Oh, uh, a lot hot, of that you're hot boxer, all a mess, a Dutch oven, <laughs> which is like fun. <laughs> so. How, how, so long, how long? How long? How how actually? How old are your kids now? Um, my oldest son is fifteen, and my youngest is uh, thirteen, but he turns fourteen in April. You look oh. nineteen or twenty. Yeah, yeah, you look really young I'm as it is at yourself. Your picture. You, I thought you no, were like a, like you. a kid around the neighborhood, a neighborhood kid. <laughs> and in real life, he looks young too, as well. That is his yeah. real life picture. No, I mean in oh, real life, he does at, at the, the awards. Yeah. yeah. Can I ask yeah, you a yeah. question? Because I've been dying yeah. to ask all of our guests this question, and I forgot to ask our earlier guest. What do you think about Obama's marijuana? Is the same as is less uh, dangerous than drinking? It as is. a parent. As a parent, of course. As, as, as a parent, it is. I explain to my children all the time about um, alcohol is a, is, is a poison that you put in. I mean, we all drink it, you know, have a good time, but it still is a poison. And that, that feeling that you get inside your body is because the poison is taking effect. It has such a tremendous um, hardship on your liver. There's so many things that can go wrong. So many people drink to excess. You're not going to smoke marijuana to excess. If you do, you just sit around all day. Pass um, out. No, you get fat. You can't smoke enough marijuana to kill yourself, but you can definitely drink enough liquor in one night to kill yourself. And right. people always talk about marijuana like it's a gateway drug. Get the get the fuck out of here. Do you know it's a gateway drug? Liquor, because liquor leads to cocaine and heroin and all kinds of things. People don't talk about it because it's legal. That is true. Um, so you're you know in favor. I, you're in favor of legalizing pot. Yeah, I think it'd be a great cash crop. I mean, you know, we used to have the, the hemp around in every right. every home. I mean, there's a lot of things you can get from it. I mean, it's definitely, you got a lot safer drivers out there who smoke pot and drink. <laughs> yeah, but you know, that's the only problem. I'm, I'm mm. all for pot being legal, but I really don't want people driving on it. Because yeah. once Evelyn, my friend Evelyn and I were smoking a little pot, and we were going to a gay bar, and the traffic lights seemed like three hours. Well, we got to a diner. And she thought that the cigarette machine was a jukebox, and we were crawling along the floor. 
<laughs> no, it's true. And she kept saying to me, well, that just means you have some good shit. This <laughs> why, why, why? Oh, Don't her, say that. F word. No F word. She said this effing oh, thing is no, not working. Why is there no music coming out? I said, because it's a cigarette machine. <laughs> now, what do you think about people on grass that get wacky like that? Um, I think they, I think just like anything, people need to have self-control. You know, not everything is for everybody. You know what I mean? Some right. people, yeah, even with liquor. And I'm probably the only one out drink. of all of us because I got Americans don't have self-control. That's the problem. No, <laughs> as soon as, not a lot as soon as, as soon as I figured out I was gay, I I stopped drinking. So I haven't drinking any, drank anything in many drunk. many years. Haven't drunk anything. Okay, drinking. Drunk, drunk, drunk. Anyway, anyway I'm probably the only person like in the world that I've never even smoked dope ever. Like I've never even tried it. Oh, I'm. Ret- Retarded high. That's why I don't smoke it. <laughs> I mean, I the thought of like driving or going to work. Like, could you smoke a bowl and like go on set? I mean, I can't, I mean, the actors no. do it. No, no, don't don't answer that. No, I, I don't. I don't I the only the only thing that goes in my system is coffee. If I have to go to you know go to work. There you go. Right. No, I used to stay there, but um, I'm originally uh I was in Georgia and Florida, but uh, I spent most of my coming ground was actually in Florida. But, uh, oh, where in Florida? I'm, like, I'm in Orlando. Orlando? Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Like, yeah, I've, I been like up, that. I've been up and around Brooklyn, New York, and, you know, Bethlehem when I was a kid, but then, um, Florida is where, you know, every New Yorker goes to anyway. Not to say so I'm in New York, I just was there for a while. <laughs> so, actually, you know, I got a lot of family up there. You're, you're, because your career is really like since, even since I met you the first time, like your career is really taken off, and you're continuing to work uh, frequently, which is you know a difficult thing to do. How did, like, how did you get up? Like, how did you decide to leave from wherever you were to go to L.A. to become an actor? Um, you know, you go to where the money is. <laughs> it was that easy. Mm. I needed to uh, go go to where the money was, you know, um, and to. Uh, you know, I had these wife, this wife and kids looking at me because I've never had a. I mean, when I was a teenager, I've had like you know um, side jobs or whatever, but I've never had a real job since like I was seventeen. I've always been an actor, and uh, you just couldn't make money in Florida. And uh, New York was more theater. Um, a lot of the good independent movies had left there, so I just came That's out to LA because I need to make that money. I need scratch, you know. What do you LA think, is the place What for? do you think about everybody's raving about New Orleans now? They say it's blowing up now. There's a ton of work. What are your thoughts on that? Well, there's been a ton of work there for years. Actually, you know, we filmed out of Los Angeles completely in Louisiana. Um, and that was uh, in 2009 to 2010. Um, it's always been because they provide tax incentives. Anywhere, yeah. any place where you provide tax incentives, <laughs> people are going to flock to. And Florida does not do that. North Carolina does. There's lots of filming going on there. Um, Louisiana, Georgia. Um, you know, yeah. if you if you give them a tax break, if you give a corporation a tax break, they're there. <laughs> yeah, because I was thinking about maybe right. splitting my time up between New Orleans and L.A. You I know, have a friend Will Rothbard who did that, and uh, he worked for the I mean, He was the third lead in battle, and then he just like, yo, I'm going down to New Orleans to get some work done. Yeah, and, you know, he got the work, and um, you know, he came back, and then he did the. Uh, to be Harvey Oswald. He plays Lee right. Harvey Oswald. That oh, nice. Him and Rob, uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, I mean, it's peaks and valleys, man. 
as an actor, as an entertainer, you're a rolling stone most of the time anyway. Yeah, exactly. And you have odds and end jobs in between gigs. I mean, I do. Lord knows I'm a jack of all trades. There's nothing I don't do yeah, I mean, to bring money oh in. God, if I had you know? man, I would do it in a heartbeat, but I just, you know, I got an attitude. I mean, I'm a nice guy and I'm funny and all that stuff, but I get bored real quick. <laughs> So Same here. Like on day one, they'd be like, "He's the greatest ever. He's gonna go to upper management." And then day two, it was like, "What is he doing? He's breaking everything." Right. <laughs> so out of, all, out of all your okay, because you're doing TV and you're doing movies, like, do you have what is like the favorite TV thing that you've been able to do? Um, actually, I love working. Um, I've had a lot of fun, man. Recently, here with uh with NCIS, man, with uh, with NCIS being, they give me an opportunity, uh, the director, Dennis Smith, he directed me in NCIS, the regular season, and, uh, I mean, the regular show, and then, uh, and then this one, NCIS LA, and um, they give me an opportunity to, you know, uh, be a charismatic criminal instead of the typical scowling. Yeah, there you go. So you get to do something a little different. Yeah, I get to be funny. I get to be, you know, an idiot criminal, you know, um, which I, I do well in on film. And uh, a lot of people don't know I'm funny. So, you know, um so that's that's actually been a joy. You know, actors are so um so immediate, you know. You know, you can't even remember back to when uh, there's probably much better shows that I've done, but right now this is what's making me happy. There and, you go. Uh, and you got two new movies coming out, one with Jamie Kennedy. Oh, awesome. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's uh that's River Nine. That's a comedy they got to you got to be a straight guy. Um in, amongst a bunch of bumbling idiots, but uh, we we had a lot of fun, man. And it's a really really funny movie. It's a take on Ocean's Eleven. You know, Rivers Nine, Ocean's Eleven. I didn't get ah, it. Ah, there you go. Like, wait a minute, Rivers Nine. Oh, ha ha ha. <laughs> you know, but Vinnie Jones is in it, and um, Jamie Kennedy, and a bunch of uh, um, beautiful, awesome actors, man. It was just a, a joy to work with. Um, Actually, so really, really, really good time. Is he in L.A. now? It's really, yeah, he's in L.A. It's really cool, too, though, that you're, because you're really branching out. A lot of the stuff that you've done is more like, I mean, I don't know what you call Fast and Furious. It's like drama or whatever, but it's not comedy. Whatever you call no, it, you don't drama. call it comedy. It's a drama. It's a drama. You know, and yeah, uh, The Walking yeah, Dead, that's drama. Never Back Down, that was drama. And so now you're branching out. You're doing drama. You're doing comedy. Uh, you're really like, you know, your career's really taken off, and you're, and you're not getting pigeonholed into any one thing, which is really cool. Oh, thanks, man. I'm, I'm glad you. I'm glad you feel so. Because <laughs> sometimes, you know, I, things don't. You don't feel like it's going your way. Like, trust me, after every job, I'm like, I'm never work again. I mean, I get another job, I'm like happy, and then right after, I'm like, I'll never work again. I, I was told so, by a very famous actor. Um, Cliff Robertson. I'm sure you know who Cliff Robertson was, right? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, Cliff said to me in an interview, um, "If you do three films a year." You're a successful actor. Yeah. Well, I am successful, man. Thank you. Well, that's if you do three. (laughs) He said to me, Ron, if you do three films a year, you're a successful actor. And I totally agreed with Chris. With not Chris, Cliff. Cliff. I've never done more than two. It's the rule of three. It's the rule of three. All right. Actually, it's become now now three jobs because, you know, you get more money on on, on television anyway. Especially episodes like this that that rerun. You're like, you know, know, primetime rerun. A good well, source of uh, steady income. Um, so yeah, you know, I've been I've, I've been real blessed, man. You have to look back at it. You know, what do your kids um, you, think you, of yeah. it? What do your kids think of the back? Oh, they don't. Like, they do they don't. We don't. Don't care. <laughs> oh, they don't care. <laughs> they're, uh, they're into their the the the, the, the dance that's coming up uh, in February, and you know, school and friends and all that stuff. But no, they appreciate. They think daddy's awesome, but like they're not. 
disenchanted at all. I mean, not disenchanted. They, they, they're just they're not. This isn't big to like, they, they don't get like, it. Is, they don't get it. This is just what dad does. You know, yeah. this is just daddy's job. As far as do either concerned. do either one of them want to go into the entertainment industry? Um, you know, uh, one of them is is fashions uh, himself a comedian. Uh, he's really funny, and he just gets comedy the oldest. Um, but no. Absolutely not. They both, um, one wants to be a, a scientist and one wants, one wants to do sports medicine. Okay, um, oh, that's, that's so good. Smart. That's good. They're good. They're smart. Well, yeah. well, you have to go to college first, say, and then if you want to be an actor, yeah. comedian, or whatever, figure it out, but at least have some, a fallback. Yeah, and, 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 and my kids growing up, Never knew that I was in the business, although we had a lot of celebrities come to our house. My kids were numb to it, right? I mean, Deirdre will tell you. It was like we didn't know who these people were, so we were little. You don't know who actors celebrities are. Famous movie? They were playing football with Michelle. You're breaking up. We're losing you. We lost you on that one. Let's do this, though. So, everybody, we want Hey, Neil, you still there? I am here. Can you hear me? Okay, yeah, now I can. I just want to like go back and tell everybody. So everybody check out the the web series Bathroom Warrior Husband Diaries. Go on IMDb and look up Neil Brown Jr. and and go watch a, his body of work. It's growing every year and he's got some great 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 shows and movies he's been in. Um follow him on Twitter. It's the number 1 Neil Brown Jr. on Twitter and on Instagram. I'm following him on both. He's really cool. And uh, we're going to give you a chance to go and actually eat. We want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Anytime you got thank anything you, to promote, man. let me know. We love you. We think you're fantastic and uh, appreciate all the support. And good luck in NCIS. See you on all the right, silver screen, buddy. All right, Neil. Thanks. Bye, Neil. Take care. Bye. Bye-bye. He's so cool nice. Guy. I like him. I'm, te- cool. I'm telling you. We right really now. do get very nice I'm people. I'm telling you, people think I'm full of crap. We have the best show. We have not had a bitch yet. I'm dying to get one so I can really go at it, you know, go back and forth. <laughs> when you well, think about, though, the well, movies... Well, never fight with somebody you may potentially be working with. Yeah, so, but that's okay. Know. I fought with Eartha Kitt. She died now, so I'll never work with oh, her. Oh, well, who cares? He was, one of the, he was one of the main guys, though, in Battle Los Angeles. Yeah. He was Fast and the Furious that never backed down. He was one of the main guys. He was in Mr. 3000 with Bernie Mac. Oh. He's in The Walking Dead for like, he, like four or five comer. episodes. He's definitely an up-and-comer. Um, he's good-looking. He's on that TV show Suits. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Everyone's been raving about Suits. Uh, he's right. on that TV show Suits. Now he's looked like he's being brought back and forth on NCIS. So good, so good for him and, he's very and well cool spoken. for us because he's a friend of the show. Exactly. And he has a nice <laughs> Speaking voice, he's good looking. He's going to go someplace. Absolutely, I love it. And I, and any of you guys watching us, I don't know if you see our new setup here, but it's looking really nice. I like it. Yeah, you I can like see all table. three of us, and it's a new desk. We're having a good time with it, and yeah, it's like a new desk. We can't yawn on. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I wasn't yawning. I was scratching my nose. I'm yawning. And you can <laughs> see Jason in the background, and Chad, how are you doing there? Oh, we should make Chase and activate. <laughs> <laughs> he's not plugged in. Oh, he's hey, Chad, are you okay? I'm doing Jason sound effects, fool. Okay, do it again. Okay, that was okay. I don't need more reverb, like Jason at all. It sounded like you begging to your wife for a little lovemaking. Sound like, sound like a sprinkler. <laughs> I could use a little bit. <laughs> like a dog in heat. Right. Mm. That's Chad. That's Honey, not nice. I could use a little. I could use a little. <laughs> Uh, I'm doing laundry. I'll take you up on that tonight. 
I love you, Chad. Oh, God. All right, here you go. Now we're going to hear coming from the bedroom. No, you will not because we don't do that stuff. No, never. I am pure as the driven snow. That snow out there. See that snow? Like Mae West said. No, Mae West said, I'm as pure as the driven snow. No, you're right. Well, I may have drifted a little. Drifted a little. Also, you guys, anybody, anybody, if you're listening and you're in the entertainment industry in any way, whether you host a radio show, you work behind the scenes, in any way working with entertainment, join ConnectShot. It's a Facebook for people in the entertainment industry. It's www.connectshot.com, C-O-N-N-E-C-T-S-H-O-T.com. It's a lot of fun. We're all on it. You can go and make your free account. They have castings and all kinds of stuff up there. We also want to thank our syndicates, starting off with our home station, which is... W4CY.com. There you go. W4CY Radio. We're also on WROM Radio in Detroit, Michigan. Planet Radio Network in London, New York, LA, and Ontario. WBAD.net in Washington, D.C. That used to be Bad Tomato Radio. They changed it to WBAD.net. And my favorite, Monster, Monster FM, FM Radio. Radio. I love you guys. Because they always send me how much I, they love yeah, they me. Love you. My favorite I love you, boys. And I, I Heart Radio. We're not there yet. Hang on. There yet. Jackalope Radio in Kansas City, 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska. You can also hear us on. On what? <laughs> Oh, God. What did you just say? What did you just say? Oh, W4C. No, no the other one. I, 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 you know what? I had a moment. Oh, a senior moment. No, that happens. I go blank every no, now. No, call it a junior moment. Junior, you're not uh, a senior. And, of course, <laughs> I love iHeartRadio, and they're so pleased with me now that I'm not cursing anymore that they send me flowers and candy, <laughs> and I thank them the very much. We're also on Stitcher, iTunes, and SoundCloud. You can follow the Jimmy Star Show on Twitter. We're at Jimmy Star Show, where we want you to please vote for us for the Shorty Award for Best Web Show yes, at shortyaward.com. Yes, please nominate us. Every, every 24 hours, you can do well, it. Well, let me tell you something. On my Facebook, uh, Shane Layton mm-hmm. said that if you wait, how long do you have to wait? 24, 24 hours. If you wait 24 hours, you could vote again. Yeah. So you know I'm voting every day for Jimmy Star because yeah. he has to win. If I win, There'll be no living with him. Believe me, I have to move out. <laughs> so he has to win because he's the star. And people uh, are nominating me. Please don't forget that. I'm never going to win. Let's focus on the show. There you go. Don't worry about nominating me for actress and for best personality, radio, whatever. Don't you, bother. You're, you're all those things already. Exactly. But I want the radio show to win. <laughs> Modest so. also. Oh, absolutely. Ginger Irish wants me to say thank you to you from her. Why? I don't know. Just say you're welcome. Say thank you to Ron. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> what, 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 Ginger Irish, she's helping us, though, win the shorty. Yes, she's she like, is. Thank you. Leticia Ginger, Ginger, what did, what did I do for you, Jen? Oh, yes. You know what? She got off my Facebook. Oh, somehow. and you added her back. She was one of the people. You know how I many people? My cousin Bertha. Every, I mean, I'm hated by a lot of people. Oh, that's why. She's happy. Okay, he's yeah, got it wrong. That, honey Bunch, Facebook has done terrible things to me. They have removed so many of my friends. It's disgusting. Don't post anything on his page, though, unless it's for the show because he gets pissed. <laughs> About what? If, when people post other things on your page. Oh, no, I don't care. Okay. No, no, I'm just saying Facebook has a nerve. They decide who they should pull off your page. I don't get it. Anyway, Ginger, we love you. We think you're fabulous. And everybody, tune in Saturday from 1 to 2 p.m. Eastern time for the Irish Ginger Show. And guess Very who her guest show. is going to be? J.J. Catron. Oh, our oh, favorite. We JJ. love J.J. J.J.'s I just awesome. spoke to J.J. about two weeks ago, and he's got something brewing up his sleeve. Yeah, I know. He's cool, too. We love J.J. Mm-hmm. So we I love like J.J. J.J. Clo- J- J.J. He's Catron. Got that, he's got that gorgeous chinchilla coat, a man's chinchilla coat that he promised to give me, but of course it never got here. <laughs> And it's freezing. I could use that. You have one. You have like two of them already. No, I have the the ermine. You have the beautiful the ermine 
J- Jimmy, that Jimmy one. Starr gave me a beautiful And then you have your, your fox or your no, my whatever no, the hell no, it is. No, no, I don't agree with fur coats, There's but JJ whatever. right there. There's oh, he they already the have. Picture. Also, you they guys, have them. Anybody had looking them for, for years, cool? But don't buy fur. Anybody these, these looking for old coats, Deirdre, from thousands of anybody, years. Anybody looking for cool, one-of-a-kind clothes to wear, go to Jimmy Star Brand on eBay. Yes. Type in eBay.com and do Jimmy Star Brand. We got all kinds of new stuff up and there. May I add this to you? People now, the new chic guys is to wear a summer shirt with like a long john shirt underneath it. It's so cool, like the shirt I have on right with, now. Underneath the shirt I have on. Yeah, this way, this way, you get more wear out of your clothes. So if you have a bunch like I have, a ton of Jimmy Star, a short sleeves because we lived in Florida and California. So now I'm going to wear them with the thing underneath it. And I got to tell you, from a girl's perspective, when you see a guy in a Jimmy Star shirt, you just like, I have to have him. There you I can't, go. So it's a great chicken. No, magnet. I can't walk in the it mall. It makes me want to pop a, a booby out. No, I swear to you all, I cannot walk in the mall in a Jimmy Star shirt without a bunch of guys coming to me. Hey, man, that's really cool. Hey, dude. Like, see, I'm old for the shirts. Right. And they, like, think it's thrilling that I wear the shirts. <laughs> there you go. Right on, brother. So, everybody. Um, also, too, you guys, follow me on Twitter. I'm at Dr. Jimmy Star. Oh, and I am Deirdre Serego, D-E-I-D-R-A-S-A-R-E-G-O. And, and follow me on Instagram, it. Dr. Jimmy Star. And Ron is Ron Russell's show on Twitter. Right. And uh, you can hit him up on Facebook. And Chad, we're about done, right? We're done. All right, everybody. Bye, so everybody. Thanks so much for tuning have in. We'll see you week. next week. Nominate us. Nominate us. Nominate have the Jimmy Star week. Show. I love you guys. Have fun in the sun or snow. I'll see you next week. Adios. What are we going to be wearing? Yo. Can't trust me, big up the girls inside the party Let's get down to crazy Jimmy Big up myself and known as Alfie The one and only, the Turkish MC Always love the clothes of Jimmy British punk, yo, what I wanna be Jimmy's stuff, new celebrity